Warning, the views expressed on this show are not those of Disneyland or any of its affiliated companies. This is a talk show that does not represent any single other organization or club. These are idiots talking about stupid shit. If you're under the age of 18, tune the hell out. Gosh dang it, Jack. Having a little Hold difficulty. On. Jack, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Uh, <clears throat> wait a minute. On. Where's Jack? Jack is, uh, he's at fat camp or something. Or he's sick, one of the two. I'm not too sure. I think he faked it. I think he did too. I think he said, I'm taking the day off and I'm just going to say I'm sick. Well, the thing is with Jack, what, this is what really happens with Jack. Because what happens is, is if I allude to the fact that I might not be able to make it or there might be something that could potentially jeopardize doing the show tonight. Yep. Uh, Jack automatically jumps on board and says, yeah, I'm not feeling too hot. We should cancel. That's what he does. Yeah. So so today I said it's going to be snowing on the pass on my way back home. And he's all, well, yeah, I think I got the flu. We should cancel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. So then, of course, we are all, well, we don't want to get the flu. Uh, Jack, you can't come. Yeah. So, and then he got out of it. So are, Jack's, are you, Jack's in quarantine. Are you really surprised that a guy who doesn't get paid <laughs> doesn't want to show up to drive 40 miles from his house to get well, here and to get and to get verbally abused? Yeah. Who I, wouldn't want that? I think he enjoys it. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does too. Um, better than Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so we're we're flying we're flying without Jack and Jack Jack likes to hold the keys to everything that has to do with the technical side of the show and so uh our we have our good friend Nathan over there doing it and why, so Why are we not on the TV? I I don't know. <laughs> we're going to have to call Jack. Anybody? No, we've been on the phone with Jack like well, trying to get the show going. Well, we are on the TV, Tom. Well, yeah, we are, but <laughs> we're the screen <laughs> those, those are the fatter versions of all of us. They really are. No, but, but Jack was, was uh, so twenty pounds ago. We had, we kept calling <laughs> right. Jack. We kept calling Jack trying to get the show together, right? And, he, and so he well, keeps on he keeps on showing up on FaceTime calls. And Jack honestly looked the healthiest that I've ever seen Jack look on these calls. He's just kind of glowing. Yeah, he was glowing. I think he, I think he was glowing. I think I think what was making Jack feel so good was knowing that he was sitting on his ass at home and we couldn't get the show to go live without talking to him. So he was in his element and all of his uh, and all of his technical glory. And he was saying, "Yo, yes, little ones, let me help you through this." He, they, he was he was me. beside himself because I yeah. think I I, did, I think I did see something in the message group earlier. It said, "You know, fuck you, bitches," or something like that from him. So he. He did it on purpose. I think he His did it on purpose. His ass planned it. Yep. I think he did. I think he did. You know, well, I, I guess I won't talk about his personal life, so <laughs> we'll just skip that. So anyways, uh, and for those of you that don't know, they're listening on the podcast. Jack is our engineer, uh, and he's not here today. And we're doing a very technical show with callers and all kinds of stuff and video calls and Jack. But we have two amazing people filling in. I so think we, we have our other crack staff back there trying to work it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think they're going to do great. They'll do all right. He's probably, Jack's probably just sitting at home. Is the State of the Union address on right now? It is. Is it that is. what we're competing with? It, it is. is, yes. The State no, of the Union address? It was on at six. No, it was it's on at still six. On. It was still on. It was still on, yeah. Shimmy Christmas. Let Trump do his job. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, well, we're here, and who's all here today? I'm Jake. Tom's here. Missy's here. Stefan. Whoa. Oh. You'd be changing it well, up you know, on I us. Chastised every week for. I was waiting for little and <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to change it up sometime, you know. We'll get back to that next. You threw week. it. You threw us all off. Yeah. So, Tom, what did you do? Did you do anything fun this week, or is there anything going on? I watched the Patriots win their sixth Super Bowl. Now, is it just me, or was that the most boring Super Bowl that I think I've ever seen? You know, in terms of offensive scoring, it was. But I think we've been spoiled, you know, throughout the years with these high, high flying offensive. So it. But when you watch it back, because I watched the, I watched it back again. You already it, watched the Super Bowl again? I did the whole thing. No, I fast forwarded oh. to the good parts. Oh, when <laughs> there you was were only, making, there was only like when you guys were making touchdowns. Basically, I turned a five-hour game into like ten minutes. So it's yeah, fantastic because there weren't very. <laughs> but when you watch it back, though, it really is. It's a defensive masterpiece piece on both sides of the ball. You know, for if you'd have told me that both of those teams that it would have been three-three going into the fourth quarter, I'd have told you you were crazy. So it, it speaks to the defense. They just, you know, the defense on both sides were top-notch, and then I think they just, one ran out of gas, and it was to... I'm telling you, Rams are great defense. I pick them for fantasy football every year. They did well. And oh, just, didn't you win some money, too? I did. I won $40. I don't even know how, because I don't even know how to play the squares. You picked a square. We played squares, well, and you picked a $2 I picked, square. I picked empties, is so, what I picked. I think you were 0 3 and Jake went to sleep. That's how boring the fucking game was. Hey, man, I had a, I had a rough night. I had so, a rough night, long day. It's one of those things. It was where only a power nap. I wasn't asleep for the whole damn game. No, no, not the just whole game. Just maybe just the good one parts. or two quarters. <laughs> <laughs> the good parts. Yeah. A, f- a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, again, I think they shaved moments off my life because that's what Boston teams do. I did notice a few gray hair, extra grays yeah, on they, you. they make it do it. They, they have never won a Super Bowl. This is the first Super Bowl they've won by less than eight points, more than eight points. Mm. All the other Super Bowls prior had been decided by less than eight points, so less than one score. It's crazy. Mm. Very interesting. And then I watched Bumblebee last night. Bumblebee. I'm a big Transformers guy. I was really disappointed. Really? I was. Was I, it... What, I, which part were you disappointed the at? Thing. The whole thing. Pretty much the whole... I mean, there was things I liked about it because it's got a very old-school, like, 80s feel to it, like the way they look and all that stuff, but it just didn't really have a whole lot of substance. I was disappointed. Everything is 80s now. I got to stick to serial killer documentaries because clearly that's where I got to go. Well, I hear everybody talking about the Bundy one. The, yes. The Bundy documentary. I haven't watched it yet, but I got to well, we I gotta started watch it. it, but we couldn't even get past the first episode. I was not horribly impressed. I was actually starting no? to worry because I was watching all those things. I was worried that like the FBI or ATF was going to start tracking me down because <laughs> I'm watching all this serial killer shit. Yeah, Jake's like, let's so sit down and break. watch this. So we did, and neither of us were like, could you... Can, are you watching? No. Are you? No. Well, the problem for me is when I put on something new, I don't really pay. I, I'm on my computer screwing around, and uh, it has to be good enough to get me out of the computer and to start paying attention. 
And it didn't do that. And the it first didn't episode. do it. The bunny no. didn't do it. No, not for me either. Is it slow? Did you did you watch it? Yeah, it's only like four episodes. Was it good? Um, oh, it's it only okay. four, and we couldn't even get through the first. Yeah, one. yeah, it was like it was okay. They just kind of reiterated the whole thing how he mm. was the average American guy, and he, he was pretty vicious though. He was. <laughs> I'll just wait till uh, Zac Efron plays. Did they talk the to? Theater. Did they talk to any people that were like mass fans of Bundy? A couple. No, nah, there was a because couple. They talked in front of like the courthouse, and they were like, I just don't see how he doesn't look like the kind of guy who would do something like that. You he know? doesn't look like the well, kind of guy. Well, and Netflix asked people to stop calling him hot. Hot? Yeah, because like a, a lot of women thought, thought he was, he was good looking? thought he was a good-looking guy, and they said- He was said, a smart dude. He fucking escaped from- pr- He escaped twice. Not twice? Once. Yes, twice. twice. See, he I didn't escaped. know that until I started watching the documentary, and I did. I did catch that as I was, you know. And he was in yeah. max. You figured he was in maximum security, and he yeah. figured and he out how to get out. And he escaped twice in the courthouse. You know when I'm going to watch? Oh, he it? jumped out a courthouse window or something like that too. Second huh? story. That's crazy. And that, did you hear Netflix just acquired the rights to the movie too? They actually pay. I think it's like it came in at somewhere around nine million, so they bought the rights to the movie too. To the movie. So That's they'll get it. They'll get it when it comes out of them. the theaters. Yeah, mm. I'll watch it when it comes out then. And Zac Efron's playing him. That's the only reason why you're going to watch. Because it's yeah. Zac Efron. Another week of Missy talking about some hot dude that she's all about that I can't say shit about any female. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way the world works, isn't it? It sure does. <laughs> we can say the females in the movie are hot, but you know they're all going to die. Maybe <laughs> you'll be safe. Yeah, because she'll be dead, but not in real life, mm. unfortunately. Well, you know, anyways, yeah, so... Yeah, Ted Bundy. Unfortunately, yeah, he slid that in there. Mm. Steph, did you have anything fun going on this week? <clears throat> no, no, no. I got into a fucking accident yesterday. That was you, you did? did nothing fun. Yeah, dude. Yep, I did. What happened? I got into an accident. Some woman cut me off on a wet, slippery road while I was trailing like a six thousand pound trailer and car behind oh. me. Oh, yeah. a car you just bought? Yeah. Yeah. No. So you hit her from behind, so you're going to be at fault, even though she cut your ass off. Mm, nothing happened to her truck. Nothing happened to my truck. But Sorry, the car that claiming? I was trailing. No, nah, I'm not even going to. It's no mm. big deal. But the car that was you were trailering. Sheared the straps that held it down. Oh, shit. It hit the back of your. into the back of the fucking Jeep. Yeah. Oh. oh. The Jeep Jeep? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So you I, have a broken same window. Thing. It didn't damage anything other than oh. the car that I bought. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, that's well, I, I guess that's good. From. Yeah. I guess that's good. Yeah, Miss, did you do anything interesting? Anything interesting this weekend? I took care of JoJo. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. I'm sure it always is. It always, honestly, it always is. Always is. Well, he takes off on Saturday nights to go to work, mm-hmm. so she knows his schedule. <laughs> so she'll say it's Saturday, so Nino's gone, so I can come over, right? And I always tell her, "Yeah, of course you can." So I told her, you're going to come over? She said, yeah. I ran some errands. Come back. She doesn't mention it. So I'm like, okay, maybe she doesn't want to come over. I get a call like at 945 at night. My sister's like, "Uh, your niece wants to come over. She said that you told her that she can. I said, yeah, just walk her over. She's telling her mom, Nina didn't say, I need to. I need to take care of her. She can't be alone. It's scary (laughs) back there. I'm like, you're five. God, I love that kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just had some hot chocolate, and she passed out 10 minutes later. It was great. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what you do when I'm working. You hang out with your niece and eat hot chocolate. 
Well, I didn't. She did. Didn't. I These are still on the keto diet. Actually yep. Drink hot chocolate. I don't but it's funny yeah. because Eat, she <laughs> she'll say, "I'm hungry," and I'm like, "I know you had dinner. It wasn't good. What are you gonna make me?" Really? So yeah. Especially like, talking shit about. She has sister. my honesty. <laughs> uh, so, how did you do on your keto diet for uh, Super Bowl? I did okay. Ish. Did Ish. you knock your ass out of ketosis? Actually, I only gained 0.8 ounces. It's almost I, a pound. Can I ask you a question? What the hell kind of scale do you have that you know how much you've gained by ounces? Because it's a weed scale. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's a, small enough to step on a weed scale? Triple beam, baby. Damn, I'm up 50 grams. <laughs> Dude, every ounce counts, man. It could either knock you up a number up or a number down. That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> It legit can. Every ounce counts. Every ounce counts. Yeah. yeah. It Hell sure yeah. the fuck does. You should start I'd rather movement. see 123 than 124. Just saying. Mm. I think if you got together with Watch Jack Lose, guys can spearhead that whole movement into ketosis and healthy people. So I guess the more the driving question is, how is keto going for you, Jake? Me? I'm yeah. just on keto by default. I, okay, <laughs> stop with your freaking by I, default. I finally stepped on the scale the other day, and I haven't lost one pound. I'm just... No shit, because you're guzzling down all the beer. Hey, I am drinking Michelob Ultra. Oh, my God, the first time ever. Keto-friendly beer. So, basically, you're going to be our keto experiment. We're going to see what happens uh, when you do the keto diet Well, how many diet carbs wrong? do I get a day? 20. 20. And these are 2.6. I've had three or four. <laughs> Where am I at? How many more do I got? I haven't had. I you were you were. You uh, had carbs this morning. You had what, six. I had oh. six. Seven, oh, eight. So nine, you're ten, about, you got 11, about four carbs left. So you got about a beer and a half. You got about uh, a beer bartender. And a half to go. We need to start. We need to uh, shift over to clear alcohol. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Stick to the clears and you're good. Zero carbs. No, you know when you're gone, that's what I do. I hang out with JoJo. JoJo and I are our little. She's my little psychic. Yeah, but. You know, Saturday, you guys say you guys get rain, which is cool, but you guys don't get rain like us. It's like monsooning up there. Well, it's we so damn these, windy up in the high desert. We get these extreme winds, and then our roads are completely flooded to the point where you don't know if your car is going to make it through. Well, the street that we have to go off of, that's your one way in and your one way out, and you have to take it no matter what. So... Well, I didn't know how deep it was, and I just kept going, and I for what sure thought of mine. I told you when I left, because I, I, I took off in my no truck. I had no water. I needed water. Yeah, but I took off in my truck. What do you truck. want me to put a bucket? Hold on. Out? I took off in my truck, which is, <laughs> it was an F-250 4x4, and I told you, do not drive your car out. I just went down the road, and I told you, do not take your car out. It's too deep. You're going to like suck water in the air and take and lock up the whole have. engine. It's fine. It's I told you, if you go out, go with your sister in the FJ Cruiser. Okay, well, we did, but we didn't think about it. And then in the last minute, after going through How that... How could you not think about it when you walk outside and it's like Hurricane Andrews is blowing up your ass? It was really hard to drive because I had to downshift, and I didn't know if I have to downshift or go up to get through the puddles. The FJ Cruiser's an automatic. I wasn't in mine. I was in mine. It's a stick shift. I told you not to take your car Well, out. I did. 
Like the, it's, it's, it's I not made like, it back, didn't I? Yeah, but it's not like you shouldn't have taken your car out. You should have known better. I actually told you, don't take your car out. Okay, but there was a break in the weather, and I had two hours to go get all my groceries. It's been raining for a week. <laughs> it was a two-hour period where there was no rain. I was like, perfect time <laughs> it, to go get it's water. It's been raining for a week. I legit had no more water. <laughs> I'm on keto. I need go water. Go outside and open your mouth. Get a Brita. <laughs> I, I can't believe you took water. your little car out. I did. I'm surprised you, you know, didn't and I think that's a little funny. Why do I even bother <laughs> giving you advice if you're not going to even even remotely listen to it? Did she, your sister go with you? Yeah. So wait a minute. So she was this Googling straight. on how to drive through the it's, puddles It's for rainy me. and flooded as hell. Your sister has an FJ Cruiser Toyota 4x4. She Googled it. How to drive drive through a puddle. You two are sitting there with an FJ Cruiser 4x4, Toyota's premier 4x4 vehicle they've built in the last 10 years. Yeah, I really want one. Dope truck. Will you buy me one? But you guys decided to get into your little two inches off the ground Fiat to go get water? (laughs) What is wrong with you guys? Uh, Well, you know. So how far did the water come up on the... Oh, I'm sure it was over the headlights. It was, it was pretty fucking deep. <laughs> so, it, so, and let me get this straight. As you're driving through the puddles, your sister is Googling how to drive no, through a deep puddle. No, she didn't Google right then. <laughs> what did Google? I, I guess the, better, the best part... She didn't Google right then. She Googled it before because she was yelling at her husband about it. So, so what, I guess what I really want to know is what did Google say? You go through the center. What was the, the center. The center. The center. Yeah. That's the deepest part. No, they say it's the lee. It's the highest point of the road because the road. The slants. center of the road. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's that, the that center part of the road. So you go through the middle, but it's hard when cars are coming at you. So you just stop, but can't just stop in the middle of the puddle. Did you vlog or video this? No, I had my two hands on the steering wheel. Duh. Why was this not being videotaped? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Googling how to go through it. a puddle. Yep. How do you go? Uh, Google. Let's, let's I mean, see. through a flood area, not a puddle. It was definitely not a puddle. It was almost like a lake. But, let's but, ask. Hey, Google. <laughs> how do I drive through a deep puddle? Try to avoid standing water if you can. Don't drive into flood water that's moving or more than four inches deep. Oh, it was way more than Drive four slowly and steadily so you don't make a bow wave. Test your brakes as soon as you can afterwards. Mm. How do you determine if it's four inches deep, though? You can't. How do you know? You, you get out, you throw cover. a rock, and be like, mm, let you me see. drive with a stick. <laughs> well, generally, when you're driving and you see the water up to your headlights. Well, yeah, you know that's. You, you know you're pretty much But surpassed. you're already in it. By then, it's yeah. too late. You didn't what do you know want me to do? I had to leave inch. the house. Yeah, but you guys had a 4 by 4 sitting there that you guys drive all the time. Why didn't you? Why did I even? Did it even have? It's a nice I, truck, I don't too. understand that. Yes. Yeah. I want it's one. lifted. It's got big old 35s on it and oh, whatever. And fucking paint, So too. basically, Missy ran the X Games of Fiat up, 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 <laughs> and up the hill. And it survived. So I would say, Fiat, I love you, and I'll keep buying you. Didn't you say there was a funny smell, though, now? I mean, my, when I, my clutch probably smelled a little funny afterwards. But why didn't you guys take the F- I don't understand why you guys didn't you take know, the FJ. You know, because I said, Vanessa, you have the, FJ the weather on my app right now says it's going to stop raining in 10 minutes. Let's get in the car. Let's go. 
We have but why didn't you take the FJ? Because I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about let's get out of the fucking rain. How were you not thinking about when I told when I called you and told you don't drive your car well, out, Miss? If you're going to go anywhere, you, take the FJ Cruiser with your you sister. I thought you like when it was raining. Can we get a marriage counselor to call in <laughs> so we can get like a third perspective from this whole thing? I think. Well. <laughs> He is fascinated with trying to determine no, why. I, I, I I'm am a little fascinated. curious myself. I am why fascinated. The, the choice between the two would have been. Well, uh, I, I called her it. back. I'm driving to work, right? And I, I took my truck because I knew the roads were fucked. And I'm driving to work, and I get about five minutes from the house, and she said she had to go to the store. And I called her, and I said, hey, babe, if you're going to go to the store, the roads are really bad and really flooded. You if said, you're do go, not go. And I said, I, I said, have to do go. Do not go. If you do go, go with your sister and her FJ Cruiser. Yeah, I left that part out. I went with my sister. But you guys decided you should have videotaped. If you if you were doing this as a scientific experiment, yeah, that's exactly what it was, Tom. To see if the Fiat could <laughs> could handle such elements. That's what explain that. You know, it's all fun and games. So you lose a car. I I had an old Saturn back in the day, a Saturn SL two or whatever they were, mm-hmm. and it started dumping down in Fontana at my work, and I was trying to get out of there, and the water was deep <laughs> and yeah that thing sucked water through the air intake and it's that car got seized up locked done gone <laughs> that was like a that. serious puddle yeah then you'd be paying a payment on a car that you can't drive because the engine's blowing the fuck out i'd sell it back to him <laughs> trade it in coming off a trailer this shit was a lemon hit sixty thousand and just fucking until they bring it in there and dump the engine Yeah, they pull the spark plugs out, crank it over, and it starts doing like the Bellagio water fountains. (laughs) Can you just replace that? You have to replace the whole fucking engine if you take in water. No, but see, that's the thing you don't understand. It's not a simple thing. If your car gets water damage in the motor, Steph, you're a mechanic. That engine's probably about five grand, too. You're fucked. Brand new Fiat motor. You're fucked. Well, then I guess it looks like you're just going to buy me another lifted uh, big A lifted Fiat? No, not a Fiat. We can make that happen. I was going to say, that would be fun to make. I want to be one of those like stupid, you know, like lowrider cars, but they put the big old monster trucks on them. I think we should build her shit. 30 South. For the, uh, the, what's the thing? What's the thing on Thursday? What's the thing you guys went to? Yeah, we should build her Uh, car up for one of those. The King of Hammers. Yeah. All right. so, So check it out. So yesterday I wake up, right? And I have, uh, I usually have Mondays off. I try to make sure they have Mondays off. And uh, I woke up and I, and I actually went into Facebook events and I'm like, oh, what's going on right now? And there's this thing going on out in the desert called the King of Hammers, Monster Energy and all that kind of stuff. And I guess it's the b- largest off-roading event in North America. It is like the best thing ever. Yeah. Is what it is. So it is I, woke, cool. I literally woke up in the morning, saw the event. And I said, hey, miss, check this out. Do you want to go? Here, Dean, can you put up my computer real quick and I'll talk over it? Hang on, I'll see you. So we went out to this place. And this is like the mecca of rednecks. Steph, I have to I have to say that out of the tens of thousands of people that I saw, I did not see one black gentleman there. None at all? None, none at all. That's all right. I was a redneck in a previous life. Yeah, I think we need to get you take you out there on Thursday because this event goes for nine days. I think we need to take you out there with a t-shirt that says, I hang out with rednecks. Sounds good to me. Only if I can wear a mullet. So it's out in the middle of the desert. <coughs> There's no power, no water, no sewer, no nothing. And people camp out out there. And this event lasts for nine days. This night was just one of the one of the nights of the event where they're actually doing this hill climb. 
Dude, look at that thing kicking back them rocks. So this shit oh, is it's like bur- it's like Burning Man with gearheads. Yeah, it's yeah. Burning Man for rednecks. Right up my fucking alley. Yeah, it was actually really, really cool, and I couldn't believe how many freaking people were there on a Monday. And that's for and that's a Monday. a Monday. What do you think it's going to be like towards the end of the week? Yeah, because the main race is on Saturday. There was at least 60,000 people there on Monday. That's crazy. At least. I just think it's funny that the green screen is making it look... Oh, changing the color of the... Changing the color of the car. It's a cool paint job, bro. Yeah, but it was a super cool... I mean, it. yeah, it's it's all these RVs out there in the middle of nowhere. Dude, look and at it those really tires. Is. Everybody's walking around with big coolers, oh. drinking beer, just having a good old time. Yeah, that's my kind of party. There's 20 grand right there. Of course. All right, you can shut that off, Dean. Uh, anyway, so that was a lot of fun. I think I'm going to go back out there on Thursday. I think I'm going to try. Sold. Yeah, you're going to go with me? Fuck yeah. We need to make you one of those uh, redneck shirts. I hang out with rednecks or something. I want to wear a mullet. A you mullet? will literally be the only black person there. What's can an I afro a, mullet? Can I get a Is there an afro mullet? mullet? Can you do an afro mullet? Well, yeah, I guess so. It's a shag. Mm. That's what we call them in the 80s. Mm. It was mm. like an afro mullet. It's like you were bald up top and you just had the little thing going on in the back. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, black guys used to have that jerry curl kind of mullet sh- action going on. Yeah, like, I've seen that a few times. Like in the 80s. Pinky. That, yeah, Got 80s. that soul glow. Pinky. That's so pinky? Cool. What's pinky? Pinky. From Friday? From, uh, Friday after From Friday? next, I think. Oh, okay. From next Friday. Next Friday. He was in both. Friday. Yeah. yeah, he was in the last two. Yeah. Hey, Tom, did you see that guy, that 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 guy, that disabled guy that jumped off Space Mountain? I did. Well, it was going up the, I guess, while well, it was going up the hill, right? Like in the yeah, initial lift. When it was going up the lift hill. How the hell did he get out of there? I don't know, but I think I could wiggle out of there if I needed to. I don't think I could. I know yep. for sure I couldn't. I think no. it. Well, I think it depends on how far they push it down. I mean, there's times where it's been loose that I. I don't think I could wiggle myself. See, free, I but think I put mine so tight because I get nervous about crap like that that I don't think I could wiggle out of but it. But I mean, how loose does it have? I mean, it's got to be pretty loose. Either that, or he's got like gorilla strength. And well, we are talking about somebody with a cognitive disability. What? Happened to stand up and uh, <laughs> stood out. Why are you pinching me? I didn't pinch you. I just grabbed you, so you don't say anything offensive. I didn't say anything offensive. I did not mention retard strength one time. <laughs> Except for that time. Except for that. Except for just no, now. I did, that's okay because I was saying that I didn't say it. So, but you said it. But gorilla gorilla strength is okay, right? <laughs> gorilla. I don't we know. all know what you mean, though, Tom. Wink, wink, saying, nudge, nudge. No, I'm saying gorilla. gorilla strength. He, right super at, strong. he looked right at me when he said it, too. That's <laughs> oh. <what I'm> <laughs> you didn't have to make it racial, <laughs> Tom. Across the table. I see how it is, Damn. Tom. I get it. I don't know, Damn but it, it, he's just prepping you for Thursday. See? Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta. We gotta kind of get you ready. <laughs> I need a mullet. Don't wear that hat. We gotta <laughs> get you some redneck clothes. No, I you legit need, need to go hat. to like. Can we go to like Spencer's and let's get me a mullet <laughs> and uh, let's get some footage out there. Get a no, flannel. No, no get him a f- like a red flannel. I think we should get some footage. Talk to some people about what's going on while we're out there while I rock a mullet. Dude, I'm telling you. I was telling Jake. The event's crazy. That event there is There's so crazy. many people there. I used to think that Stagecoach was like insane camping. This blows it out of the water. We, next year, we should have our live show there. There's no internet. N- I, you told me that there's Wi-Fi. You just read well, somewhere. Well, yeah, it's limited Wi-Fi in the in the in the city in, where all the well, vendors we'll are. Just, at. we'll get the VIP parking spot and put our RV there and have a show there. No, like that group does not get offended. 
Oh no! Not I, at all. I wouldn't imagine that they would get offended. No, in fact, in fact, they're doing the hill climb, right? Mm-hmm. And and one of the drivers happened to be a female. And the announcer, the announcer that's announcing this whole hill climb, I don't know if you caught him in there in the videos, but he, but he talks like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Redneck as fuck. <laughs> so the girl is trying to make it up the hill, and she keeps backing up and going off. He says, "I don't know about you, Jeb, but it looks like she's a little top heavy." <laughs> <laughs> And he's saying this in front of like 20,000 people that are on the hillside. I'm like, you know what? The guy can't be from California because there's no way that an announcer in California would say that over the system. Or we can top heavy. For those of you listening that don't understand the uh, connotations of that statement, it means that her (laughs) boobs are too big and she's top heavy. Who would not know? I mean, okay, so. I don't know. Even if there isn't. Good service error. Can't we pre-record it and then show it? Yeah, we can. Yes, we that can. would be so much we fun. Really we could have so much footage. It would be if, so fun. If we're going to get footage, we should we should toss a liberal in there in that whole little mix. Oh. Brandon. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you, you, to just troll the group. You, you know, you well, want in, in a suit. <laughs> you know, you ask people are always like, well, I don't know how the hell Trump got supported or, or, or elected. But I'll tell you what. You, you, you go down two miles down this dirt road in the middle of nowhere and you come into the city of 60,000 people, all white, that all guaranteed voted for Trump. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is where they're hiding out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and I don't know. If, had, have you, had, you, had you ever heard of the King of Hammers race? No, never. Had you, Tom? No. And it's the largest race in North America. They race. literally call this part of the desert Hammertown, USA. Like, that's what the little cool. city is called. So is this like, for them, but, this is like Sturgis. Once, if it's once a year, yes, this would yes, be like yes, Sturgis. Yes, it's like yes. Sturgis. Yeah. And I guess I didn't get the white memo. Where do I sign up for the white memos at to, to know about the white events? Because I didn't get one. You know you what you do? You have to actually vote for Trump. He well, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> what you do, what you do is you actually communicate with your family. Because your family is super into this kind of stuff. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, well, I, I had no idea what was going on, but I found out and it was cool. It was As really a good. car guy, I find it extremely <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty cool. Oh, dude, hearing some of those motors roar up those Even mountains, though it's freezing as shit, I'm it'd okay. still be fun. Oh, hey, that's, what, that's what alcohol's for. Did you guys hear about Liam Neeson? Dude, what the fuck is wrong with no, him? Yeah, apparently I now it. he wants to kill black people. He wants to kill. He wanted to kill a Liam. black man. One black person. The guy's sitting in an interview and he says that he, he says that one of his family members was raped by a black man which is very unfortunate and when he very found and when he found out and when he found out that was his urge he said that he walked the streets with like a club in his hand near all the bars and he was waiting for a black guy to walk out because he wanted to kill a black man what city was this in i'm curious oh, it had to be in the uk or something ireland but he, something he said like he that. was hoping that somebody would come out of a pub and start something with him so he could kill him. Yeah, because he couldn't just do that shit like in Brooklyn. No. No. <laughs> you know, he couldn't just walk down the street with but a club and, he, but here's oh, there's my, a black guy. But here's my thing. Why would you ever admit that during an This interview? is what he said. He said, yeah, Neeson says that after being told the attacker was black, he went up and down areas with a kosh, that's a stick or a, I don't know what a truncheon is, but a, but a stick. And he was said he was hoping a black person would come out of a pub and have a go at me with something, you know, so that I could kill him. That's what he said in an interview. And he's sitting there and he's being interviewed. Get that. He's being interviewed about his new movie that's coming out. So it's him and his co-star, his co-star sitting with him. His co-star's response when he said that was like, he, he literally said, 
Holy shit! Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> like Where I is like the video. I want to see the video. Like you yeah. almost have to wonder, like, was he like? Did he have a few too many drinks before this interview? Like, what the hell made him? Why would you ever do that while you're promoting a movie? Moment of truth. Well, Neeson, Neeson, yeah. Neeson he couldn't hold it in anymore. Well, he, he responded and said, it's awful, but I did learn a lesson from it. He said, when I eventually thought, what the fuck am I doing? He said, it's that primal instinct for, for retaliation and retribution. But <clears throat> I don't know, man. That's pretty, I just think maybe he picked the wrong race to go on a mission after. That's pretty bad. If it was a Chinese guy, we'd be like, yeah, we totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, he maybe has more of a chance, though. Yeah, but Brandon, you were saying, hold on, you were saying that that's not racist. No. Hold on, let me get you on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want yeah. to hear this from the yeah, black like, man. Let's get the black How perspective. How is that not racist? I mean, he had, it's, it's not like he had a pattern of uh, targeting uh, minorities. He was in a emotional state. At he that said, point. I want to kill a black man. He, he didn't say I want to kill Leon or Frederick or whoever the fuck. He said a black man. He identified a race and said, I want to kill one of them. One time. <laughs> okay. It's not it's not like he's going out and wearing sheets and like going to Klan rallies and shit. Let me ask you a question. He walked if- up and down the street with a stick in his hand. Hoping a motherfucker would. Let yeah, me, let me I, ask you a question, because you just the whole one-time thing. If somebody puts a penis in your butthole, are you gay? No, it was only one. Gay. No, but okay. it was only one, one time. time. It was all, yeah. It was only one time. Yeah, Brandon. Go ahead, Brandon. yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> well, the analogy makes no, sense. No, no, so no. Just, I agree. You'd be pretty fucking gay for that. No, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, like. I, I don't know. Like you'd have to take other factors into consideration. How drunk are you? Is, is would anyone else find out about it? Only I mean, if these you, are what, all things. What, only if you push back. Yeah, exactly. Seriously? No. Um, no. I'm just saying. Like he's really justifying putting it in the bottle. <laughs> I have to be logically consistent here. It's only gay if you push back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but but uh, seriously, I think that, that then he says Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, how does that even about fit into sex. that sentence? Yeah. That's how he ends it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at he doesn't even look at what Jeff. Do we whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, time out. We actually just rendered Brandon speechless. This is the first time we've been trying to do this shit for five years. Oh my god. We just made it so he couldn't he we, That's all it took. We took all the thought out of his brain. Jesus Christ and butt sex. No, no. I, I it's like like I could understand. Uh, being in a in a in a traumatic situation and just flying off the handle and but I don't know why he would admit it in an interview. Yeah, but, at all, but there's but a no. difference between going through a, a, a situation and and saying this guy raped my daughter or whatever, right? And going after that guy, you know, it's not like you you say, oh, I I heard he was Hispanic, so now I want to go kill all Hispan or kill one Hispanic. But okay, but if if you're looking into the psychology of murderers, because uh, you talked about Ted Bundy and stuff like that earlier, right? Um, it, it is uh, common, and those guys are fucking nuts. Well, who said that Liam Neeson was sane? You, I'm just saying did he's not see, a racist. Did you see Taken? I'm just saying he's not a racist. <laughs> he does de have facto. a specific skill. <laughs> he will if, find I, you. I look at it this way: at my job, I've been robbed three times. All three times. I was robbed by black people. <laughs> Did I go outside and say, I want to now go beat the shit out of a bunch of black people because I was robbed? Let me ask nope. a question. What city was that job in? 
twice in Rancho Cucamonga, once in Bellflower. Oh, shit. Rancho Cucamonga. That, that two cent freeway is uh, considered by the, the, what's the name, sheriffs over there, the 211 freeway. They say <laughs> people come from L.A., jump off, run, rob someone, go back on the freeway, go back to L.A. <laughs> I remember well, when that freeway ended in Laverne. When you used to get off in Laverne, it would take you down Foothill or Bayside. Well, anyways, or so like that. so, yeah. but but don't you think that 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 Liam Neeson's publicist should have had a conversation with Liam Neeson? It's like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, how old is he? Oh, he's older. He's <laughs> how, like sixties, fifty, late fifties. Well, I know 50s. that his publicist had no response when they right. when they started asking the publicist, "Hey, uh, what do you think about your boss saying that he wanted to kill a black man?" And he any came, black man, he I'll take any out, of them. He, they released a story today that said he was not that Liam Neeson says he's not racist. How he's old not. is he? Can you somebody, are racist if you want to kill a random black man. Somebody, I just, I just want to know how old he is. I'm going to say gonna 58. That's my no, guess. No, he's older than that. 66. He's oh, 66 shit. years old. Okay. okay, so the top 10 things that Liam's... Okay, let's just play a little game. Top 10 things that uh, Liam Neeson's publicist told Liam that he can't talk about. Coming in at number 10 is... Oh, well, one. Well, we know 10 comes in at 10. Well, that's number one. Jack did it backwards. Well, that game's fucked. (laughs) That was quick. (laughs) His strong desire to kill black men. Yep, that's something that his publicist says that he shouldn't, he he probably shouldn't talk about. What's number nine? His time spent lobbying for Muslim (laughs) internment camps. Okay, yeah, that's probably something he should talk about. Number eight. (laughs) He really said that? No, I'm just talking about his publicist's advice on things he shouldn't talk about. Repealing the 13th Amendment. He probably shouldn't talk about yeah. that either. Yeah. Number seven. Holocaust. Oh, Holocaust was a hoax. Well, Damn. I don't think he believes that. Number six. His secret life as a racist panda at FurryCon. <laughs> what? <laughs> now that's the shit that's he should talk funny. about. A racist oh, no, he shouldn't panda. talk about that either. Not just a regular What do we got next? A racist one. Shortening Black History Month to one day. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah, you, should probably, you probably shouldn't talk about that either. What's the next one we got? Retroactive abortion for parents of Downs kids. Oh, shit. Damn. What Way the over fuck? the line. Yeah, that's probably he something probably he should should not discuss that either. His dream of playing Nathan Bedford Forrest, the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shouldn't talk about that either. It's a very specific dream. Mel Gibson is his gay crush. Hey, I want to see Mel Gibson and Liam Neeson do like a KKK movie. It'd be totally believable. Yeah, it would. <laughs> With all the shit that they've gone through. It'd, just yeah. be, it'd be called real life. Was that it, Nathan? <laughs> oh, one more. Oh, one we more? got one more. Top 10 list of things Liam Neeson can't talk about. Uh, the legal age of marriage should be reduced to 12. Yeah, that would be a sui- another suicide <laughs> move. Uh, okay, well, Liam Neeson. Yeah. So, so let me ask you though: Do you think what he did does it hurt him? Does it hurt him? Of course it does. I think it does. Do you think it does, Steph? How's it going to hurt him? Well, I think I think you're going to have producers in Hollywood that are casting their films that we're going to call up Liam Neeson and is like, oh, Liam Neeson, the guy that wanted to p- kill black people. Yeah, no, we're going to steer clear of that. No, I think unless it's a gonna, movie about killing black people, they're going to bury it. You think three, they're going to bury about three bury weeks? It? You won't even hear about it. Well, the problem is, know. there's too much other shit going on right now that will take attention away from. Yeah, he'll still be in movies. He's pretty much like a 
B movie actor right now. Anyway, what are they doing? Like taking forty five or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, they, like the new ones like Cold Pursuit, which yeah, is they, basically <laughs> like taken in the snow. But they're like Fast and the Furious now. You know, they just. All right, so what we're going to do is, what time is it right now? What time? I don't know what time it is. 845. 8.45. Okay, so we've got a special guest coming on the show. His name is uh, Shane Scurvy Spears. He is a comedian from Northern California. What, 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 what Brandon? Fresno. Fresno. He's from Fresno. Fresno. It's Central Northern Valley California, area. Fresno. What did I say? You said Northern California. It's Central Valley. Well, what, which, what, which direction is Fresno from here? It, it's north of here, but it's not Northern California. Northern California is like Sacramento, San Francisco. How far is Fresno from Sacramento? It's about it's about halfway from here to Sacramento. Okay, the so Valley. they're in the central mid valley of California. What, what the fuck? Valley. It's north of here. If it's out of Southern California, it's Northern California. Would you consider Fresno Southern California? Would you consider Riverside Northern California? No, that's no, Southern, like California. Southern California. It's still north of here. What? Would you consider Fresno Southern California? No, I would consider it Central Valley. But it's north of oh, here. Let me get something straight. There's Northern California and Southern California. And then Nobody you have the fuck fucking middle. About Central California. You have the Central Valley. That's exactly what the San Joaquin Valley is. Fuck off. I get it. it All right, sense. Central Valley. You because he was there. born in. Fr- he was born in. Uh, I was uh, born in Riverside, but Delano. I was raised in Visalia. Visalia. You got to okay. go there to understand. I get it. It's like Chico. I guess so. They, so so Central Valley people don't want to be associated with Northern North or South. No. Wait, yeah, it's like their own We're breed. Own they get their own breed people. of people. Oh yeah, you their own your breed. own people. That's it, sure. It's like a little conservative <laughs> bastion in California. I've been to Visalia. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little conservative bastion where they still believe in like hiring slaves, except now they're Hispanics and they pick their fields. They get paid good wages now. Now. <laughs> he just, again, justifying slavery because they He's get like, paid now. a little bit of extra. Now. No, but uh, just real quick, Delano, uh, I went out there one time. It's really cool. That's where uh, Cesar Chavez uh, did his organizing. It's pretty cool. You go out there and you can see the map that they use to organize their marches. Now what? it's a prison town. I had a link yeah, to really a video is. to play to introduce <laughs> this guy. Are we there? Wait a minute. What? Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on with my trouble board, but I don't see the link. Y'all are doing an amazing job back there. I don't know our tech team. And you guys are doing great. Yeah. Keep up the no, great oh, work. There it is. No, you look at the city council. All right, so we've got this comedian coming on next, and let's see. Let me get this pulled up. And right. this, uh, His name is Shane Scurvy Spears. He's from Fresno, California. And uh, uh, he's going to come on here in a second. I'm going to play. He does these little shorts, Tom. He does these shorts on uh, YouTube. And uh, we're going to watch one right now. Here we go. Where's my drink? Where's my drink? Drinky, 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 drinky. Jesus want my drink? Christ, want my drink? Give it, give it, give it, give it. I want my drink? Drinky, 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 What the? The hell is this? The hell is this, bro? Bored? Bored? And a mint green tea with extra dandy for Lydia. Oh my goodness, I'm parched. If I do not secure some commissables soon, I shall surely perish. This is a goddamn circus. Goddamn circus. Revenge. What's wrong there, Tiger? You don't need to cry. You're a big strong man, aren't you? Big strong boy. Show me your muscles. Come on now, show me some of that judicial temperament like a big boy. Oh, my stars, Bort. Bort? This is a disgrace, a travesty. How dare you besmirch this man's name, his honor, 
Uh, this man, how dare you impugn this man's moral fiber? He's got so much fiber, he's made a wicker. I demand satisfaction, restitution, compensation, defenestration. I can remake the drink for you. Would that, like, unfuck your life? This is national disgrace. A left-wing hit to destroy my good name. <laughs> and destroy my family! How dare you mock us with your insolence, sir? I am a gentleman of the Senate, and I declare that you have slandered this upstanding saint of a man, this paragon of jurisprudence, this pillar of the communities, this, this, this... Degenerate rapist? This degenerate rapist, this... Posturing prep school pervert, this sniveling co-ed groping douchebag rich kid of the highest order, this muscular beast of a man with strong hands, yet with such soft skin that smells like honeysuckle and corona on a balmy summer's day. I have a list here of 55 women that will testify that I never once ever try to rub my nutsack on them at any time from the years 85 to 92. Hey, uh, are you ladies done sucking each Come other's- along now, boy. I wish <laughs> not to dally anymore with a liberal elitist down here at the Starbucks. This is a goddamn circus. A, a circus with clowns and popcorn and it's ruining my life and destroying my family. Let us retreat to the bosom of Chick-fil-A before our badminton session. Farewell, Yankee harlot. Later, homo. <laughs> All right, thanks. Eat a bag of steamy dicks, fellas. All right, okay, so that's a little bit of uh, Mr. Shane Scurvy Spears' uh, shorts. And let's see. Let me see who we got here. Eat a bag of steamy dicks. Eat a bag of steamy dicks. You homo. <laughs> Versus just regular dicks. Well, that was me going into the next. No, no, no. Okay. Well, anyway, Shane Scurvy Spears is a writer, comic, filmmaker, and theatrical performer based in Fresno, California, the Central Valley, apparently. Some people get upset about that. Uh, he is known for, I don't even know that word. In his bio, there's words that I can't even understand. Acerbic wit? Acerbic? Acerbic wit? Oh, it's acerbic wit. He is known for acerbic wit, corrosive bravado, machine gun torrents, and brutal high-speed verbiage, and a complete lack of humility when writing his own bio. Oh, he wrote his bio. That's why it's got so many big words in it. Uh, he cut his teeth on busking and side... How do you busk when you're a comic? You just go out on the street and start telling jokes? I think so. Must be the same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, well, he said he cut his teeth on busking and sideshow culture, juggling for attention and quick cash at festivals and parties, fending off hecklers, drunks, and poorly monitored children on the streets of the Golden State. Scurvy moved into the comedy spoken word arena. Oh, so he considers himself a comedy spoken word. Yeah, that, that makes that's, sense. It's more like a, yeah, it's all like theatrics, the theatrics of uh, with a comedic element, I guess you could say. Uh, writing and performing numerous solo and multicast comedy productions for the annual Rogue Festival. He has produced some 15 short films, two do-it-yourself live recordings, and continues to collaborate with a multitude of other artists, from musicians to circus performers. He has been a furniture mover. He's been a goat wrangler, a cash register monkey, a stagehand, a radio personality, a bartender, a photographer, a phone psychic. He's been a phone psychic. I'm, I was, you, 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 had me at, you had me at goat wrangler. <laughs> He's been a phone psychic. Bingo. 
A snake oil hustler, a fire eater, and now makes his living as a professional animal trainer. Currently, he is the co-host of the longest-running spoken word open mic in the Central Valley. Well, there we go, Central Valley. There you go. The inner ear. So, I don't know if our tech team has it together, but is Scurvy on the phone? Oh, like oh look I'm at here. that. Andy's on the screen. Oh, Andy's on the screen. Wow. I'm, 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 you know what? Nate's been doing a really good job tonight. Did you notice, Tom, that we haven't had to deal with any of Jack's attitude, nothing like that? Yep. Nate's been totally professional. He's hit all of his... Most of his cues. No Russian accent. No Russian accent. Shut the no. fuck up, Jack. Yeah, I haven't been because when Jack is behind the chair and he starts giving me lip, I start. I could feel my blood pressure going, veins popping out the side of my head, and just getting so aggravated that I can't even think straight. But with Nate, it's totally professional. It doesn't sound like anybody's drinking bacon grease mm. back there. No, and then, and, then, and then the other thing that the other thing that Jack does is he has this big ass fucking gay ass dildo vape that he sucks on. And he goes and he has his mic always in front of his face, and he's always. <laughs> When I'm trying to think, and it's the most aggravating fucking thing in the world. But Nate, you've been totally professional. Maybe we should switch some roles around. Scurvy hits his electric dildo in the back. His head's a little small. Since you mentioned it. Yeah, well, okay. So who is Shane Scurvy Spears? I mean, I read your bio, so I guess that kind of gives it away. But how's life up there in the yeah. Central Valley? Uh, life in the Central Valley is filled with smog and rage and fun and good times. And is that where um, you grew up? Yeah, I grew up in Fresno, uh, moved away for a little bit, and then it sucked me right back into its vortex. Uh-huh. And so what did you do before comedy? Uh, lots of service jobs, lots of jobs that require name tags and hairnets and standing behind cash registers for, the, for extensive periods of time, serving coffee, renting videotapes, uh, did bartending, I worked in animal care for a long time. Um, Dude, you had me uh, a goat wrangler. I'm still stuck on goat yeah. wrangler. Yeah, like the first the first kind of semi-animal duties I ever had. My, my a friend of mine has a goat ranch up in the hills in the Central Valley, and I would go help them. And basically, they'd let me stay there for room and board. And uh, since I was a, uh, a young adult teenager, it was also a really good place to drink excessively because there was very <laughs> little parental control. <laughs> so uh, there's that aspect of it, too. But I still actually work with animals, only I've... I work with exotic animals now. Exotic animals, like one of those freaky guys at the L.A. County Fair that has uh, all the reptiles? No, <laughs> although I know some of those people. Um, no, it's, it's a much more of a professional institutional setting. Like what kind of exotic animals are we talking about? Elephants. Wait a minute. You work with elephants? Yeah, I, I have to be careful about what I say because the job is highly sensitive. Um, because it's it's uh, elephant is a high profile animal, but uh, yeah, I've been working with elephants. I've worked with orangutans, marine mammals. That's worked with some snakes, snake. some birds. That's a cool job. Thumbs up. Yeah, elephants. So <laughs> I mean, are, are you are, are, are you talking about like training elephants for the circus or something like that, or just? Uh, I don't work for the circus, but I do train elephants. You train elephants. So, yeah. so I, I've heard that elephants are pretty intelligent animals, but I mean, I never really met somebody that works hand in hand with an elephant. Yeah, that's a great pickup line. Yeah, that's a great. You meet a woman at the club, you know, baby. I, I work with yeah, elephants. Want to see my trunk? Yeah. 
<laughs> Would you like to come see the largest of all beasts? <laughs> no, yeah, but seriously, that is the fucking great pickup line. Like, you could seriously walk up to a chicken bar and say, yeah, I work with elephants. You want to see one? I mean, who doesn't want to see an elephant? Right. I mean, he could Well, probably- the trouble is, you have to get him to believe you. And yeah. that's, that's the tough part. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though, that you get to train elephants. Yeah, Sturvey walks up to you in the bar and he says, I work with elephants. You're like, bullshit. Yep, let me yeah. see it. <laughs> Honestly, if someone told me, I'd be like, okay, creep. And I'd totally walk away. Yeah, because <laughs> like, you'd have to throw something cool yeah. there. Like, I'm on my way to the restroom now. You want to help? <laughs> <laughs> that is the normal reaction. That is a rational reaction, too. I wouldn't hold it against somebody. So you've worked a lot of, and I think for lack of a better terms, and we've all done it. We've all worked. I'm not talking about your elephant thing. The elephant thing is cool, but you've been mm-hmm. a cash register. You've done all this other bullshit stuff. Why comedy? Why? What got you into comedy? Probably stupidity. Um, it's there's no money. It's horribly competitive. It's a fucking nightmare. The first time you bomb, you just want to put take a box cutter to your jugular, you know. Uh, um, but there is some kind of weird heroin like fix that comes from holding a crowd in the palm of your hand, and I guess that's. Really, the only upside most of the time. Well, tell me a little about, like, okay, how did you get the balls to go up that first time to do stand-up comedy? Where was it? Like, describe your first time out. And did you bomb that first time out? The first time I actually ever tried to do a real stand-up show, like in a bar. See, I'd done, like, slam poetry, or uh, I'd done, like, juggling on the street, or you know, at Renaissance fairs and stuff like that. But the first time I ever actually did a stand-up show in a bar with other stand-up comics, I did a, <laughs> I did a, a kind of political comedy set during the heyday of the Bush administration at a bar in Clovis, California, which is like a sister city to Fresno. And it's very, very conservative. Oh, I uh, can see where shit, this is going. Yeah. yeah. Like, like shit kicker conservative, right? Like uh-huh. that. Like, yeah. You, you get your ass whooped, not like, you know, Scottsdale conservative where it's just angry old people. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they did not appreciate my uh, open letter to Bill O'Reilly, who was very popular <laughs> at the time. And uh, I almost got my ass kicked. Like, they paid me off real quick and then let me out. They're like, you got to go, man. And this, this, this one big ass muscly ranch hand looking guy. Like this guy was a real cowboy, you know, hucking hay bales all day. You could just see the, this guy's built like a brick shit house. He accosts me in the darkness of my parking lot. As I go out to retreat to my Pontiac sunbird, hoping that it'll start up, you know, and the dude, he accosts me in the darkness and I'm, I'm getting ready to get hit in the face. And he says, I like your set. Don't worry. I'll, I'll guard you if they try to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you almost had a little broke back mountain moment there with it. Maybe it's a little <laughs> closeted, uh, you know, something else going on. Okay, so that was the first. Yeah, time it was it was scary. Uh, <laughs> so that was the first time you performed com- comedy in, in a club. So it pretty much bombed because of your clientele. And uh, uh, you know, yeah, and I kind of sucked too. I sucked. You know, it, it's a skill set you have to build. Okay, but how did you know you sucked? Okay, I'm, I'm asking this because there's a lot of people I know. Some people in this room. I'm mm-hmm. not pointing at myself. I'm talking to other people that that want to do stand up comedy, and and it's like, how do you know when you suck? If nobody's laughing, if nobody's that's laughing, pretty much. Yeah, it's the only barometer I could think of. Um, 
you got to kind of pick your audience sometimes. Like that was a stupid thing to go do that set at that show. I, right. I, I, I kind of knew I wasn't going to be welcome, but yeah, you should have talked uh, about cousin fucking or something, something that was more palatable to that audience. Trucks and if horses. your friends won't show up to your show, then that's a pretty good indicator. When the friends won't show up to the show. Well, how did you know right. that you were getting better? Well, with the laughs, you measure it by the laughs of the people that you're, uh, that you're performing in front of. Yeah, you get you get bigger laughs. The, the people come up to you afterwards. They tell you they like the set. People ask you to come back. You don't get bottles thrown at you. You don't have to exit out of the stage very, very quickly to avoid getting beat. Um, and then if you're booking your own shows, because there's a lot of comics and a lot of small-time bookers, and they'll just they'll book like a bunch of local shows, line up a bunch of comics or entertainers or something like that. Once you can start booking your own shows, then the barometer basically becomes how many tickets you sell. If you make money then it's successful. And what's, You're funny. And, and what's a typical set when you're starting out? Ten minutes? Yeah, like ten minutes is a pretty standard uh, stand-up comedy set. Guest sets typically go 20 or 30. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't do a lot of club comedy. I'm starting to get into that, but I do a lot more booking my own shows and going to at, like fringe festivals. I started going doing a lot of French festivals in other cities. And French that's where you kind of book an hour-long show, and you have to entertain a crowd for an hour, and you're selling sp- tickets specifically for your show. Wow. Mm. So you have, yeah, you have to be out on the street, like flyers and shit, and going to press events. and Yeah, yeah. doing the whole nine yards and put, promoting yourself. Yeah, you're really going out there like a like a like a musician almost, you know, promoting these selling mixtapes self- out the trunk. That's why? What but why? Me. Why French festivals? Well, he yeah. said fringe. Oh, fringe. 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 French festivals. Are, yeah, French festivals are weird. I got a strange comic style. I typically do hour long sets with big, huge narrative arcs, and uh, French festivals allow you to do like an hour of long form comedy. You get to keep sometimes 100% of the door, the costs are low, and they'll bill it. So that means that when you go into a new city, they'll typically find volunteers to house you for free. So Mm. no hotel fees, and you don't have to live out of your car. So it's kind of a sweet deal. The only trouble is they're really competitive. So you got to sometimes win lotteries and, uh, you know, curry favor and all that shit. Yeah, so, so the life of a comedian, you doing what you what you're doing, is it all that it's cracked up to be? I don't know because I haven't really cracked the business per se yet. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really have a touring schedule. I just book shows uh, when I see an opportunity to do it, and most of the time it's local. The comics I do know that work professionally, they're pretty much on the road nonstop. Lean days, they're living out of their cars. Good days, they're living out of hotels. But right. I guess that's that's the life you have to prepare to lead. If you want to do it well, nonstop. Yeah. And it's got to be tough in comedy because, you know, comedy, it's, it seems like most of the clubs, like you go to clubs in LA and everything, it's, it's rather low capacity clubs. And yeah. it's, 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 it's My, not, it's not like you're playing an arena. It's got to be a tough nut to crack. Even beyond that. I think for me, it's maybe more real estate because like where everybody's fucking offended by everything that you say right now. And even the, the best comics and the comics who have been around for you know years and years and years are still getting shit on right now. They're having a hard time. You can't just say what you feel anymore. 
So where's the borderline? Like, you know, where where is the line? Now that's an where... excellent question. That's an excellent question yeah. because comedy comedians used to have carte blanche to talk about whatever they want, and it was under the banner of he's a comedian. Yeah, he can talk about black slavery. Right. He's a comedian. You know what I mean? You could talk about transgender, whatever. I, I was dating this chick that had a dick. You could say whatever you wanted. But now, it has the social climate changed so much that it makes it more difficult to write material as a comedian? Or the short answer say, is it? no, because I don't really give a shit about that so like much. That. In that, um, I don't really worry about whether or not I'm going to offend somebody. I worry about whether or not what I'm going to say I can defend and make an intelligent defense for. I had a guy one time for a show I did. It was a medicine show. It's like this snake oil hustle kind of medicine show where you're selling a miracle cure to something. And, and uh, there's one point where we have a joke about Parkinson's. It's a Parkinson's joke, right? It's not like, it's not like the most risque thing in the fucking world. It's a Parkinson's joke. It's a very, very niche crowd. And this guy got mad at me and said he was going to boycott my show because he had like MS. And he oh, thought that fuck was... fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. Low taste. Well, yeah, I pointed out that, look, by the time you get to the Parkinson's joke, we've already made fun of Agent Orange Babies. We've had Holocaust jokes, Flipper Baby jokes, <laughs> you know, just all kinds of shit. We make fun of religion. We have a Jesus puppet that sings that he hates you to a banjo tune. And this fucker, this guy's getting <laughs> upset about... Oh, well, all that other shit's funny when it's other people's pain, but my pain's special and and you shouldn't point that you shouldn't make fun of my pain. So I had to point out to him that, look, either everybody's on the table or nobody's on the table. Either it's open season on everyone all the time, including myself or then nothing should be on the table. It's all or nothing when it comes to comedy, when it comes to satire. So like, go everybody the- has to be a target. So you kind of go the South Park route. They don't give a shit either. That's another. That's South another. Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's another yeah. show that's gotten away yeah. with with murder. I mean, comedy has been so much based of of making fun of quirkiness, making fun of racial generalizations. It's been so based on stuff that is just not appropriate in today's society. By a long, I shot. think it's gotten way out of hand. Just, I think it has too. Comedy's not supposed sure. to be appropriate. No, it's, it's, supposed, it's never supposed, supposed to be fucking fu- funny. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be somebody funny. saying something that's so outrageous. I'm like, oh shit, I can't believe you said that. That's fucking hilarious. I was thinking it in my head, but I wasn't going to say it out loud. I mean, they're the voice inside your head of the bad thoughts that not I have, Tom, <laughs> but some people have. No, now we just have meme groups. Yeah, meme groups. Yeah, put it in a meme. Memes, and even memes are getting fucked with now. You can't yep. even meme. Yeah, but uh, even if you post it and you didn't make the meme, people are like, oh, why the fuck did you put that up? Hell yeah! What do. were you thinking? Does anybody remember? That's how you catch bands on Facebook. But hold on, yeah, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook regulating fucking society with what memes. they can with memes and everything else. I mean, does anybody remember ever getting kicked off MySpace? No, no, no. no. I think MySpace was sorely underrated. Personally, I think it was too. I think we need to go back to MySpace. Because fuck this Zuckerberg regulation bullshit. See what happens when you cheat on Tom. Yeah, I know. Tom's like, fuck you guys. I'm not even letting you back in your profile. The funny thing is my MySpace is as it was when I left it. I, don't I can, think I I can, can get still log mine. back into it because I, I still can't get into mine. I still remember the login. Well, That's I remember like, the login, but they deleted all your photos. Like they sent you an email saying like, if you don't take your shit off, we're destroying it. Hmm. Yeah, that's like 20 or 30 emails ago. I don't <laughs> like when I signed into it, it was kind of funny. It still had like the same stupid song playing that I must have left on it. It was a Creed I, song, wasn't it? Tom? I don't know. Creed, it Nickelback, one of them. <laughs> Can you take me higher? 
Rachel nope. is more the Creed. I do uh, like Nickelback. Scott but. Stapp on a cliff somewhere <laughs> with his wind blowing through his fucking mullet. <laughs> yeah. So, so are, are you in a relationship? Are you single? Are you are you dating? Are you what, what, what's the deal with you? Yeah, yeah. All of the above. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a relationship. It's yeah. not really the elephant, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're accepting of everything. Yeah, you could say you, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're in a relationship. So, but but when you do comedy, I mean, are there chicks out there? Is is there comedy groupies, Tom? No. Is what what yes. I want to know. I'm is, sure there is. Does she think you're funny? Oh. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I I can't, I can't say that. A hundred percent, because there's an ulterior motive there, of course, but... <laughs> Do you ever, like, say something to her to see what she, how she responds before you take it out? Do you like touch to, your material? Yeah. Like, do you yeah, touch yeah. your material? I, I workshop... Yeah, because she's, uh, she's seen me at my best, so, like, so, you know, I have to kind of... Uh, well, especially with the grammatical shit, like, if I'm going to submit something, then I have to run it past her, because I'm like a caveman that's been thought out just shortly before completing elementary school when it comes to spelling. Do you talk about your relationship in your act? Not really. I don't, I, I, I've started talking about my personal stuff in the life and shit more in my act, but the longest time I didn't, the last show I did, I did just did a show in Tucson called name tag blues, where it's basically about all the shit jobs I've had in my life and how frustrated that made me. And, <laughs> You know how much it made me a total misanthrope and led me to only want to be around animals. Hmm. Hmm. Now, 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 your your significant other. Now, you two assholes assumed he's dating a female. I'm not going to do that. Your significant other. I think the politically uh, politically correct term could be Maybe they. She only Can I say identifies they as she. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm gonna leave that alone. That covers all bases, right? So they, and when I say they, it doesn't sound right in modern English that I was taught. But they classifies everybody. No. They, them? I don't know. Them. I don't know. You're I think I, me. I think I said she, so I think okay. we're good. Right, you can okay. assume. So, so You're she, to assume. She. Okay, thank you. I just didn't want to step on any toes or penises or testicles or anything <laughs> if that was the case. But so so your girlfriend, does she does she have issue with you going out and doing these comedy shows where there probably is lots of females coming on to you and saying, hey, you know, ha, 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 you're so cute. You have long hair. No, not at all. It encourages me to encourages go out and do shows and all that stuff. I think my groupie days are kind of behind me. I'm getting old. Getting I don't have old? the energy anymore. So who are the like the average scurvy fans? I mean, who, who's out there that sees you? I mean, there is it, what's in the comedy circle? I don't even know. Is it like hipsters and fedoras? What's going on? Who's, who's the average scurvy fan showing up to your shows? I get some hipsters, but uh, uh, they don't. I don't get a lot of I don't get a lot of them. Um I'd say my, my crowd skews older, like maybe uh, 30s, 30s and 40s, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's just the references I'm using. Like, I, I did a bit about a 80s body switching movies. The hipsters aren't going to be young. Uh, they're not no. young enough or they're not old enough to remember, you know, why it's funny that a guy switched minds with his son and mm-hmm. now his prepubescent son is occupying his adult body and banging his girlfriend. They don't seem to get the reference. They can't relate so they to don't it. understand it. Funny, yeah. Well, and they don't really find a whole lot funny. They <laughs> do they? It's no. It's like very. I don't know. They're super Some of them, cynical. It's like very foo. Well, I think for a lot of people nowadays, the culture is it, it's 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 the cool thing to do is not to laugh. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, and that's like the new challenge. It's like watch this and try not to laugh. 
Right. And it's like, you've got to really make me piss myself before I'm going to start laughing. Um, so, so who are the, some of the comedians that inspired you? Uh, George Carlin is probably the uh, awesome. genesis of everything that I am. Yeah. Um, I was a big Sam Kinison fan, Bill awesome. Hicks, awesome. Um, Richard Pryor, um, Stephen Wright. Uh, my current favorite would be Doug Stanhope. Doug Stanhope. Wow. Hey, Doug Stanhope. Was that the guy that I was doing sound for that one? Was that that was Doug yeah. Stanhope? Yeah. yeah, I did sound for him one time, and he did. I think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it was, it was Doug Stanhope. Yeah, he, he he came to a club that I was working at one time, and he did this whole thing about uh, a fucking uh, pop off vodka, and he wanted to be sponsored by pop off vodka, and he said that you can't tell the difference between two vodkas. So he bought me two shots of vodka after after the set, the, the top shelf vodka and the pop off vodka, and he dared me to tell the difference, and I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> I was just thankful to get two free shots. Excellent. Yeah, I didn't give a crap. Uh, yeah, but Doug Stanhope, yeah, he, that guy's that guy's a funny guy. He's somebody that I actually like. It's okay. Is there any comedian out there today? Okay, because I know you've got your finger on the pulse of the funny bone. And uh, is there anybody out there today? And he might not want to answer this, Tom, because this might be detrimental to his career. But is there anybody out there that is making it big in comedy, and you just sit back and go, "I don't even get it. This guy's not funny." Sure. Yeah. Um, yes. Here we go. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why people find fluffy humorous. I don't get I don't get that at all. Grab a mic. We just almost had one of our audience members choke to death on a chip. Yeah. <laughs> but coincidentally kind of looks like Fluffy Iglesias. Hey Jeff, didn't I, didn't I just see you post the other day on Facebook that you watched the new uh, Fluffy thing and you thought it was the funniest thing ever? Uh, yes, I've been a fan of Fluffy's. Uh, the first time I saw him was at the Comedy Store. Yeah. Back in like 97 or 98. And you think he's hilariously funny. Yeah, and what I like the best about him that he's not just a Mexican comic. Like he doesn't do Mexican jokes like George Lopez. He's actually doing, he calls himself just a comedian, not just a Mexican comedian. And you think and, and you think he's, I haven't seen his new shit. Does he have a new uh, thing on Netflix or yeah, something like that? Yeah, it just came that? out uh, on the 29th. On the 29th. I, I think it's hilarious as hell. Do you think it's hilarious? And I yeah. saw a few people post about that saying that that fluffy thing is hilarious. Well, for me, I'm a big dude, so it's like a lot of his comedy. You can relate. I can relate to a lot of it. <laughs> okay. And a lot of people say I look like him, so. Oh, I can see that. Put you in a little Hawaiian shirt and shit like that. Okay. All I've right. actually <laughs> dressed up like him for Halloween twice. So. You did. I fell asleep watching that, actually. See, so I, you I'm didn't not a think big, it was I'm not funny. A big, I'm well, not a no, big fan. In, in his defense, it yeah. was, I was probably like two-thirds of a way through a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker. So, But that should make that it more funny. <laughs> that could have played a part. I don't know. I think the last comedian that I saw live, and, and it's somebody that I'm actually a big fan of, was Eddie Izzard. Mm-hmm. Man, that was years ago. That was, but that was the last comedian that we What's saw live. It was one? probably like seven, eight years Bill ago. Burr. Yeah, Bill, Bill Burr, Burr was the last guy we saw. I love Bill Burr. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. You do? Jake loves Eddie Izzard. Yeah, but I like it. I, I, I yeah. See, I want to. I want to see some of Scurvy's comedy. I want to go to a show because I like. I like the whole idea of the long form narration and stuff like that. Something that just kind of sucks you into the whole story. What was that thing that we watched with Eddie Izzard? It was like a whole skit. That oh whole yeah, skit. that was just a like a replay of a an old time radio funny. radio show. Yeah, there was a bunch. There's a Monty Python thing. It was it was uh, written by one of the Monty Python mm-hmm. guys. I, I forget the details on it. Um, so so for you. 
What is your writing process? How do you get in the zone to start writing jokes and comedy? What do you do? Uh, there's two. There's generally two processes. One, I'm either completely inspired by something and I have to write it down right away. And then I write very feverishly for hours and hours. And then the other process is uh, I book a show, uh, dick around and drink and play video games and watch shit on YouTube until the last possible second. Realize that I have to be in front of an audience <laughs> in two weeks, write it in one week, rehearse it in one other week, and then I'm good to go. Do you ever just go in cold? Oh, if I'm not a feature, maybe like if I'm just hosting a show or uh, something like that. But I am a prostitute for the script. I just cannot. I cannot go in unprepared. It, it maybe it's just my weird fucking head. I know people that can do that, and it blows my mind. Uh, improvisational comics, people that can just go on stage and tell a story just off the top of their head. I can't even fathom that. It's like watching an amazing jazz musician. I don't even know how they move their fingers to make those noises. Kevin Smith is really good at that. Kevin Smith? Yeah, well, Kevin yeah. Smith can talk hours about anything. Yeah, he's really good, but he's yeah. really good at that where he can, somebody will ask him a question and it's literally a 35-minute answer. Yeah, I'm no comedian, but I just feel like if I find it funny, maybe other people do too. Yeah. yeah. So no matter what your story is, you know what I mean? If you find it interesting or, or entertaining or whatever the case is it's, it's probably going to be a few people who agree with you now do you so, see a lot of uh hold on go ahead brandon oh uh, no i was just gonna say uh, since you're so um uh focused on the script uh how do you deal with hecklers and how difficult is it for you to get back onto script uh once you like roast them oh dealing with hecklers <laughs> yeah hecklers are yeah a special thing um sometimes they're fun and sometimes they're fucking nightmares um Hecklers, you have to uh, you have to have the crowd with you already to take down a heckler without without any kind of hesitation. Otherwise, right. you got to win them over. There's there's hecklers that are just there to fuck everything up. All they care about is disrupting the show, and, and you can't really do much with them except for <laughs> try to shame them into shutting up. Um, then there's people that want to quip and be part of the show. And you can corral and control them. I remember I had, a, I had a woman walk up on stage during a show. And this is a show where machetes are flying around and shit's on fire. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on on stage. And this drunk blonde woman just out of the crowd wanders up on stage. And she stands right in the middle of the stage like she's getting, <laughs> she's getting presented with a prize or something. And we had to react to it. We basically just had the can lights pushed onto her eyes and blinded her. And she sat there looking dumbfounded for about 30 <laughs> seconds before we escorted her off the stage. Oh. So, yeah. We physically had to dazzle her with the stage light to <laughs> keep her from disrupting the process. Tom, I think um, I'd be a fucking phenomenal he heckler. I think I could, I could do that. I think you'd be a good heckler. Yeah, I think That's I can fucking to be proud of though. Hey, it hey, really is. Hey, I heckled Dane. I there's heckled fans the for every out villain out there. Cook. Oh, you you heckled the shit out of Dane oh, Cook? Oh, yeah. It was a very amazing night. Why did, did you go see Dane Cook? <laughs> I didn't. It wasn't Dane Cook we were going to see. Actually. You accidentally <laughs> saw Dane Cook? Well, he just happened to be there the night that we came. I don't know if he was like surprised. Oh, he's working on material. It's a possibility. And you actually lipped yeah, off and he, started heckling he, him. He didn't like me very much. 
So we're not gonna have him as a guest on the show. Yeah, well, I mean, he wasn't. You know, he was, he wasn't really funny. It was just. He actually big name leave. comics. I think it's kind of a different. Uh, it's kind of a different bag than uh, like the really brutal heckles to watch are the ones in the small clubs where somebody doesn't quite have their confidence, and you watch somebody's soul getting crushed right in front of you. Oh wow! It's just yeah. tragic. And you definitely yeah. have. You, have to, you definitely have to have stones to do it though. Because some of those comics can go, they come flying back at you, though. Oh yeah, but I was drunk. <laughs> Think that shit matter? No, no. you didn't, you didn't oh, get no. two flying fucks. Come at me, bro. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so I saw some old. I, well, I I don't know if they're old or not. I didn't check the date on them. But I, but I saw some YouTube videos of you doing this whole like vaudeville act where you were like a almost like a revival preacher with a band mixed with a snake oil salesman. What is that? What is that whole concept that you were doing? What is that? Describe that to us. So. You ever seen The Wizard of Oz? Yes. Yes. Remember the the guy who was a wizard at the beginning? He's playing the he's like got the, all the meta, medicine shit, the yes. snake oil, yeah, medicine snake oil wheel thing. Them. It's basically that. Now, medicine shows back in the day in the early twentieth century, they roll into town, sell a miracle cure, which was pretty much opium and morphine, and get everybody all fucked up, and everybody feel great, and they'd have dancers and freaks and fire eaters and They'd have a revival along with it, too, and it'd be a big show. They'd get everybody high, sell them lots of drugs, and then they'd be <laughs> out of the county by the next day when everybody sobered up and realized what they were Nothing peddling changed. was just bullshit. Right. I wanted to bring this to the 21st century. I thought it was time to use this grift again and see if it would work. And was that fun? Yeah, basically. So, uh, yeah, we, we put on a show. We packaged up dirty water for about $2 a bottle, and we sold off carts of it. You actually sold snake oil? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, people, and people paid for it? People paid for it, and they paid 10 bucks a head just to hear the pitch. Hey, I would have bought it if it was opium and heroin, though. What did they think they were getting, <laughs> I though? So I, I, guess, I, guess, so I, I guess that's the deal. I what, told, what did they think they were getting? Yeah. Uh, the, well, I told them all kinds of lies. Um... <laughs> Uh, but I was non-specific enough, and I even put a warning on it. Said not for human consumption. There you go. Uh, cover your ass legally. Got to do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Nothing so- but hundred percent bullshit. <laughs> All right. All right. So let, let me get down to some 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 of the some of the crux of Shane Scurvy Spears. Right. Some deep questions, deep thought, which nobody really gives a shit about, but we're going to ask it anyways. Is there a God? Not that I've ever seen. Why are we here? Uh, fucking to to basically perpetuate our genes and and uh, try to survive as a collective species as long as possible until inevitably viruses take us out and we're a horrible mangled Cronenberg functionally extinct species dying off with our blast breaths. I like that. Have, I like that. Have sex and be nice to people. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we're an ant farm. <laughs> so, so your spiritual background—you really don't believe in uh, any any type of afterlife, anything like that, anything spiritual going on? No, not really. I've never seen any evidence of that. I tried at one point. I really, honestly, and really tried to believe, but I just. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Eventually, I, I broke down and just said, nah, I'm just pretending. I never even believed in Santa Claus when I was a kid. No, Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what are some of the uh, cur- uh, projects you're currently working on right now? 
I got a show coming up in Fresno for the Rogue Festival uh, that I'm going to be do, doing a four-show run of a show called Pop Culture Jihad, uh, which is a big, epic, grand, loving homage to the great collective dumpster fire we all crowd around for warmth and comfort, uh, pop culture. Pop culture. And I'm going to be doing that in the <laughs> pop culture. First and second weekend of March, I'm doing shows. All right. And where should people go to find out more information about Shane Scurvy Spears? You can go to my website, shanescurvyspears.com. That's probably the easiest way to do it. You can connect to my Facebook. Uh, I got a Twitter, but I don't use it very much. And I got a YouTube channel where you can watch free videos and all that other cool shit. So that's probably the best place to look. Oh, yeah. Now, we played one of your videos from, uh, what was it, Autistic? What was it called? It was called Autistic Shorts. Autistic mm-hmm. Shorts. Yeah, what's Autistic going on with that? Yeah. When did you get into that? Uh, <laughs> we, me and a friend, me and a friend of mine started doing political cartoons many, many years ago. And, uh, I just felt the time was right to bring back some raunchy, um, fucked up political cartoons. Cause even the ones I see just to me aren't angry and outrageous and ridiculous <laughs> enough. So I think we need to fill that gap. Too and there's so many great characters everywhere. How could you pass up the chance? Oh yeah. Yeah. Which, what are your thoughts on Donald Trump? Mr. Donald Trump. I am not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. You think Hillary would have done a better job in the White House? I think she's sane. Sane. Um, and that's uh, that's that's a better option than a disgruntled man-child with his hands on the largest <laughs> nuclear arsenal in the world. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think, yeah. But then again, I then again, I, I think Christopher Walken would have been a better option to. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the blob from the, the, the Centurions would have been a better option at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, all right. So Shane Scurvy Spears, and that website is, I don't know if we have the graphic for it, but I believe it's shanescurvyspears.com. Is that correct? That's it. And follow Shane, check him out. Yeah, check him out on YouTube, watch his videos, and yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you sell any merch or anything like that other than the snake oil? I'm working on it. Uh, mostly it's just the live shows. Tickets will go on sale on my website. Eventually I'll have a CD up there and, a di- and you can buy a digital copy of it. I'm working on it. Um, holding down the 40 hour a week and doing this. So with the you know, I got to half pass it sometimes. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, you need to get down here to Southern California. Let us know. And then we'll all come out and hang out on a, on one of your shows and uh, have a good time. And we'll be all drunk in the audience. And I promise I won't heckle. <laughs> <laughs> now, that sounds fantastic now okay. Steph on the other hand he might heckle a lot but you know he's got the black card so you gotta be careful what you say back <laughs> it's okay I'm, I'm used to dealing with hecklers I'll, I'm sure I'll be ready or it'll be a damn crying shame and I'll look real bad either way we all win alright Shane Scurvy Mr. Spears thanks for coming on the show that was very interesting and we will meet up with you again soon and then once again that was ShaneScurvySpears.com you guys can check him out and what's the YouTube channel with your videos it was Autistic what? Shorts Autistic, Autistic Shorts, Shorts as in autism um, check them out we're always trying to put more episodes together we've got a we've got a um, bunch of videos on there we've got a funny Chuck Schumer video for those of uh, the political pers- persuasion that might not agree with me on everything. Uh, so you can get a little Chuck Schumer fun in there. A little Chuck and Schumer action. Yeah. All right, Shane, thanks for coming on, coming on the show and uh, best of luck. I hope you tear it up. And uh, once you're all big and famous and uh, you're done playing with Dumbo during your 40 hour week, uh, don't forget us. 
Well, he's going to forget us, Tom. I'm not even going to hold him to that. But, yeah. All right, Shane, thanks for coming on the show, man. Good guy from uh, hey. Middle California. What is that? Central, Central California? Central Valley. Central Valley. Fresno. Central Valley, yeah. Fresno. All right, you have a good one, Shane. It Thank was you nice to meet brother. you. All right, All right thanks for having me. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool, huh, Tom? What would you think? That was a good interview. Yeah. I yeah. wish him luck. That's a tough That's a tough. uh that's a tough nut to crack. I, I can't imagine somebody going into comedy these days. It just seems like it's such a tough... Uh, it's, it seems like it's super saturated nowadays. I, and I would be too afraid because you can't... You literally can't say... I can't believe people still live in Fresno. Oh, <laughs> easy. Dude, well, Fresno's got 500,000 people. It's been a long time since I've been to Fresno. Yeah. And, you know, granted, it was probably like 20 years ago. Last time I went, it was a real fucking shithole, like meth capital California type shit. Like it was, it it used to be just a really shitty town. All right, Hermit the Log Show coming soon on the Radio Underland. I guess we call it network. Do we really sound like we're that important? Where we have a network? What uh, but the now, fuck is all this? <laughs> I don't what know. He lost three. He lost three times in a row. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so I'll tell you what, Tom. I've been sitting here for an hour, and what time is it right now? It's it's almost two hours. Forty. Yeah. Well, Eight. I got to take a bio break, and none of our videos were long enough for me to take a bio break. So, Tom, you can start into the news, and I will be back in thirty seconds, thirty-five seconds, if I wash my hands. Okay. okay, please wash your hands. Yeah. Oh, God. What do we want to talk about? That's How are you supposed news. to shoot Dijon mustard? News. You got to finger your, it. You got to finger it, baby. Finger oh, it. yeah. Stick your yeah, finger right in there. Finger that. Oh, I'm good at that. You got to get in on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get. All you right. took the whole finger, too. Okay. I don't, know right. who, I don't know whose game, whose idea that game was, but. I don't know. All I know is I'm no bitch. It was poop. I took shots of all that shit. And my belly's rumbling now. Nah, it just made me hungry. Gonna clear something out. Clear the pipes. I don't know. They yeah, gave me like... comes they, out, it might be different. They gave me that apple cider vinegar shit. That's gonna... Doesn't that... Isn't that... Help diuretic. Movement, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a diuretic. Absolutely. Lewis Aaron. Who is that? Aaron Lewis from uh, Stained. What he's about him? In, so he's in some a uh, little bit of hot water on Friday. He was playing a show in Texas, and uh, he refused to play his final song on stage because the uh, the audience wouldn't be quiet. And uh, I don't speak Mexican because I'm American. And a, a parent was <laughs> chastising their kid, which I don't really understand. If you're at a concert, why are you yelling at your at a kid during a concert? I don't really get that, but whatever. And then uh, they get annoyed with the concert goers, and then. Uh, Something about someone asking him if he uh, asks him to sing something in Spanish. Oh, shit. To which he said, I'm sorry, I don't know how to speak Spanish. I'm American. Wow. And then walked off the stage and refused to play his final song. Okay. So why do they have to be inclusive? Like, why does being an American mean that you can't speak Spanish? I don't know. I there's the there's video. lots of American people who speak Spanish. The, yeah. it, the, it, it actually it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. TMZ put up a whole fucking headline that says that uh, that Aaron Lewis said I don't speak Spanish and stormed off the stage. With that, that's not what was going on. I watched the whole video. He's he's in concert, right? And he's trying to do one slow acoustic song, and the crowd is just being a bunch of fucking assholes, yelling all crazy and shit like that. They're heckling him. They're heckling him, right? The crowd's being a bunch of fucking retarded. And uh, and then somebody yells out from the audience and says, sing a Spanish song. He's all, I don't speak Spanish. And he's all, I'm an American. Okay. 
Yeah, that's what he said, but it wasn't like he really just said, I don't speak Spanish and walked off the stage. He still stood around for a while. So, I, I mean, I don't know. It basically came down to they wouldn't, they wouldn't quiet down to his level. To his, you know, his required level to, for him to play, and he just ended up walking off. But the I, stage. I guess the the, the the context of the story is: Can you say I don't speak Spanish? I'm an American. That's the slogan. Whatever that's saying is that wrong to say? Yeah, because the two can coincide completely comfortable. It's natural and normal for, however, whatever the fucking percentage is. There's a lot of American people who also speak Spanish. Like I think if he had just said. I don't speak Spanish. And left it at that? And stopped? I it think was the problem right. of saying I'm an American. I yeah. don't speak yes. Spanish. Yeah, maybe him and Liam Neeson have the same publicist. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah, honestly, have I don't that. think like just if you if you like honestly if you just said oh I'm sorry I don't speak Spanish that's and boom stopped. done like okay no offense but then you're like mm, I don't speak Spanish because I'm American but like he, that, but that's an insult the, or the one thing about Aaron Lewis though is he's very outspoken. And he's very redneck-ish. But if this was 10 years ago and some guy said, I'm an American, I don't speak Spanish, would we even be talking about it? Would it even made the nope. news? Nope. This is something new, that this shit even matters. True. And it was headline. It was he- that was like yeah. a headline news. Well, yeah. and you know, and not, but okay, so should he have said it or mm. not, Tom? Uh, I think, I don't think he should have added, I'm an I'm American. American. I, I think saying I don't, I'm sorry, I don't, saying I'm, I don't speak Spanish, I think is perfectly fine to say. Okay, but like, I'm American. And you speak I Spanish. I speak Spanish. So what does that have to do with being American? Nothing. Does that make sense? I would think I'd want to include as many people as possible who were still if willing I, to go see Aaron Lewis live. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> that yeah, part. I wouldn't want to piss them off. No, don't get me wrong. Like I like Aaron Lewis. I, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I enjoy. It's always the last Spain, song that he sings that he wants everyone to be. Wait, quiet. didn't you recently go? I, I, I've been to like three of his concerts. But recently, yeah. Did you speak? Did he speak Spanish to you when you saw him? It's a country concert. Why would he speak Spanish? Was he doing like the Stain? He's from Stain, right? He yeah. Well, Stain, but then yeah. again, neither does Aaron. Aaron doesn't speak Spanish either. So. Oh, you don't speak Spanish, Aaron? No, he's I'm a American. Mexican. <laughs> Seriously, you don't speak Spanish at all. I understand some. Do your parents speak Spanish? No, they don't. Okay, no. well then there's. I'm that. like fourth or fifth generation. Here, oh, do you okay. get shit from? Do you get shit because of that? Because you look, uh, you look fucking illegal all, as fuck, and you don't speak Spanish. I either you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, it's either it's either it's either like I should be ashamed, or they think I'm um, Armenian. Armenian. Oh, I can see Aaron as Armenian. I can see that. Yeah, I could get that. I get that. I, I see totally it. get that. But, yeah. Although my but, grandma legit would rip you apart. If now, you, M- Missy's the best because she walks into places where people assume that she doesn't speak Spanish at all, and then she just starts lipping back at them. Hey, hey I just, you know, they look, they look at me and say, why don't you speak Sp- uh, Spanish? Like, why don't you speak English? See, that's worse than what Aaron Lewis said. Yeah, but see, he can get away with that mm. because he's Mexican. No, it's either all for everybody or not. You can't get away yeah, with certain shit because you're works, black or though. Hispanic or what. Yeah, but it shouldn't be that way. I know, but that's not how Same it Same rules apply to everybody. If it's okay, if a Mexican does it, then it's okay if a white guy does it. If well, it's okay if a black technical. guy does it, then it's okay. What? Here we go. To get yeah, technical, South America, Central America, North We're America. all Americans. That's where you're going. But if I, yeah, yeah, but if I said... Do I get offended because he said that? No, I, he doesn't speak Spanish. He's American. Who cares? Yeah, but it's it's different context if I say he can't speak Spanish, so he's a, Mexi- a Mexican. So if I say it, it's going to come off it's as... Derogatory. It's derogatory. If he I'd says give you it a high five. because he's Mexican, 
nobody cares. The problem with here's the problem. One of the problems with Aaron Lewis, a a he shouldn't have said it, but the problem with his shows is when he used to do his solo shows, that's how he did his set. People just kind of yelling out random shit, and he would play stain songs and random songs. Well, now he's switched over to country, and he really and he now has albums and his own country music, and he doesn't want to do that anymore. And a lot of his, when people go to his concerts, that's not what they expect. They don't expect it to be a, con- a country well, concert. Well, the, the, the shows are Stained. Aaron Lewis. They're not the Aaron Lewis solo shows anymore. He has his own band now. Yep. But after at, at the end of every show that he has, solo or country, he plays one song that's just quiet. There's no mic, no nothing, just him and his guitar. But he asks people, I need you to be quiet for this last song. And that's all he wanted. Just like, just be quiet for the last song so he can hear him because there's no mic or nothing. So you have to listen to him. But everyone's just so drunk and jazzed and everything that they're still talking and talking. And he's kind of a diva now too. Yeah, you can't force an audience to do that. Yeah, you just got to do your thing. Of, he's been known to do this before. He kind of lashes so out he's a at dick. people. He can be a dick. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I can hear from the video. I can tell where he's playing. He's playing like a 600 capacity basic bar. Yeah. People are drunk off their mind. They're just making a lot of noise. And he wanted all of them to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that crowd was not going to do that. You can have an audience to be complete silence like that. And this was at, but the problem with him asking them to be quiet, it was after the commotion. So then the commotion happens and now you're still trying to get them to be quiet. Well, he even warned them. Like, if I have to say, ask you one more time, I'm just going to call it a night. And that's when they all said, speak, speak in Spanish. Mm. You know, was, there were people in the audience that were telling the other people to shut the fuck up, which is funny because they were yelling at people to shut the fuck up. And whenever he's trying to tell people be quiet, telling people to shut the fuck up isn't helping the situation really. Yeah, it's, it's just like a fourth dimensional irony. Yep. Yeah, right. It's one of those things. If he had just said, "I don't speak Spanish," I don't even think we'd be talking about it right now. Well, right. I, don't, I don't think that sure. I, I, the way that I understand it, the United States doesn't have an official language. No, Some states don't. have adopted English. Like I believe, like thirteen, fourteen, or fifteen states have adopted English as their language, but the United States as a whole does not have an official language, even though we kind of go to just English. I'm pretty sure, but it's the not on the book. Majority of this country, yeah, the majority does. English. English is the number one language, and I think uh, Spanish is second. Probably is. But to say I'm an American, I don't speak English. Ah. Uh, it's kind of a it's Spanish. kind of a deal. I don't need, honestly. I really don't care. The guy said I'm American. I don't speak English. Whatever. He should have just said Spanish. I don't speak English. I don't speak Spanish. Or I don't speak it. Spanish. Whatever. And, then, and stopped. <laughs> and then stopped. But I mean, that's, that's that's part of that whole thing that's playing into the whole racial divide. You know, like the the people Let that hate Trump and shit. Yeah. Does oh, it, here we go. Does it make you a racist? <clears throat> does it make you a racist if you feel like you move to a country? That you should learn the language that the majority of that country speaks. Yes, if I lived in Mexico, I'd have to be on the fast track to learning Spanish ASAP. Okay, because I felt kind of racist yesterday when I got into that accident. When I talked about that earlier. Yeah, you yeah, felt racist. Why? Well, because she was, you know, she was. She didn't speak English. English. Like zero. Did you say English. this is America? Speak fucking English. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I just That's felt like if, Aaron Lewis. if it were me and I was in another country, that I would probably try to make an attempt to learn the language if not just to communicate well you you have to just so i mean like so i know they're not jipping me out all my money you know (laughs) i would i I mean and i think most people would i think most people if you live in a foreign land you need to learn that language if you live there i guess for me 
Like if I am in communication with someone that only speaks Spanish and they're trying their hardest to communicate with me in English, I stop them and I just start talking in Spanish because clearly that is their comfortable language. But luckily for me, I can do that. Now, most people can't do that. I just felt like a dick for thinking it. For thinking it? For thinking it, yeah. I wish I did know Spanish. Because I was pissed off. I was so angry. Yeah, I wish I did know Spanish, but I don't. I mean, what? I've tried and failed miserably. Well, there's a couple <laughs> of countries that make you learn that. Like, like Holland's a great example. Before you can get citizenship? Well, yeah. They, they, like if you're, growing, if you're a child growing up in Holland, I think uh, two or three weeks out of the year, you get pulled aside. You have to learn their history and their language if you want to live there. Hmm. Oh, that's, shit. that's what they do in Holland. If you, if you want citizenship for your kids, you have to learn their history and their language and what do they three speak, hours a week. That yeah, seems like Dutch. a cool place to live, except Dutch. for all but, the snow. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, what's up, com- Unabomber? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we, we keep comparing You see this ours- guy? He looks just... Remember Ted Kaczynski, the, the Unabomber? Remember yes. all the posters that were going? You got some sunglasses to put on that motherfucker? Kaczynski I think we did got- nothing wrong. Um, Kaczynski did nothing wrong. Holy shit. Really? Really? Wow. All right, we might want to edit that part out. The guy that was, that was mailing out. out arsenic letters to people? It he wasn't did- arsenic. They were explosive. But... I mean, he did nothing wrong. Seriously, you believe that? That Ted Kaczynski did nothing wrong. The Unabomber. Sometimes you have to crack a few eggs and make an omelet. Um, <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. This guy's fucking You're insane. asking me the questions. I'm going to answer it. Like, I, have you ever read his manifesto? No. I would recommend it. Um, oh, my gosh. So, oh, my God. <laughs> no, but Do you have the anarchist cookbook, too? In my car. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. You so, might want you might want to you know, edit this section of the show right here. <laughs> no, no, no. I really, mean, you think Ted, Ted Kaczynski did nothing wrong? No, I actually allegedly. Think, no, I mean, I, I, I think that the people that he targeted, um, he could have probably targeted better people. But I think that generally, what he was trying this to is getting do way worse. Uh, what was he trying to do? He was trying to wake up America to being enslaved to technology. Wait, that's the guy that blew up the building, right? Oklahoma. No, 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 no. That was. Uh, this is the guy that was Timothy sending McVay off uh, oh, letters, okay. letter bombs. letters, oh, yeah, letters yeah. with. Uh, were they bombs too? Yeah, bombs. they were bombs. And and then he he had a, a he had this this house out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then it, it was really an interesting case because the it was the first time that the FBI tried to compare um, writing samples to to find someone to do like a a um, what do you call it a profile. And and the dude's brother fucking narked on him. That's how he got caught because his brother recognized. He graduated the like MIT with a doctorate at like yeah, he seventeen was, he was years a genius. old. And then his brother snitched on him. Yep. Yeah, his brother. His brother is how he got caught. No, I, I mean, like I said, I don't think that, that he should have hurt people, but I do agree with a lot of what his manifesto says. We are, we are, we are too enamored by technology. Yeah, but to go kill people over that. Well, like I said, I don't think he should have hurt anyone, but. That's Hustler's Credo, bro. You don't we're too enamored people. by technology as we're live broadcasting on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, and you're paying for 90% of it. We're too enamored by technology. I'm just saying. No, no, I mean, like, okay. So, so it's okay for some technologies, but not all technologies. No, 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 no. You see, I mean, because, like, like, I think the one of the great examples that was... You walk uh, around, you on, have Apple on. AirBuds in your ear, you're on the phone 24-7, you're on the phone when you're working, and you're going to sit here and tell me that you're, that I'd, America's I'd too not. hooked on technology. I'd rather not. You could write me a letter. Oh, yeah, and then fucking three days later, you'd get it, and you might Dude, read it. You might Brandon, it technology is No, I wouldn't respond you. back, because I would use technology to get a hold of you like that. <laughs> the same way as you do. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it would be nice not to have to. What, 
what technology do we do we need to get rid of? All technology. All all technology. No, like no, the, okay. Coming from the guy that drove a fucking Prius here today, we need to get rid of all technology. Are you fucking kidding me right now? He's I'm extremely just saying, high. I think he has. You're no smoking. Clue what he's you're saying. smoking like this chemically engineered weed. No, that's all good white and, shit. and red rum have some really good organic weed. Give them five stars on weed maps. Like, uh, uh, I, no, the the weed that I smoke is he's top right shelf. though. My man Dominic it's top takes shelf care of it it's like engineered with fucking science. You're, you're smoking these joints that look they look like a white a cat turd because Wait, there's what? so much well white cat turd because there's so much crystals on them and stuff and that's all through Keith. technology. No, I mean Keith has been around since like what oh, they used to God. do is they'd put like honey on their arms and then they'd go through the fields and they'd collect the. Keith okay, so you think scrape. that they're putting honey on their arms? And no, the oh, right. Oh, can what, we get? Can tech- we get? A, can we get a side by side? What technology are you willing to live without? Yeah, can we get a side by side of Brandon and the Unabomber? Can we put? Get, <laughs> get him. Get, get 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 somebody grab this camera and zoom in on Brandon over here. Because I want to show when I said he looked like the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, he really does. All he's all he's missing is the are the, sunglasses. Are the aviator sunglasses? And we just got to shave him. I and have give him in my car. We got to get. We got to give him a look point at that stash. right there, right there. The Unabomber. He's a bit chubbier too. Yeah, <laughs> Kaczynski was was pretty skinny. He had a very healthy diet. He's even got the hair coming underneath the hoodie. And <laughs> he all had very healthy, healthy diet. diet. He was keto. Okay, okay. No, no, no. All technology is bad. What, what, what technology are you willing to give up today? Uh, okay, so, so, so one of the examples that he uses in his manifesto is stoplights. Like, you'll be on an empty road with nobody around going in any direction, but yet you'll stop for a stoplight. Like, that's how much control technology has over your life. Duh. You will obey technology. Duh. Yeah. Duh, well, we don't want to go to jail. How are you going to go to fucking jail if you're out in the middle of goddamn nowhere? There's no fucking cops there to write you a ticket, and yet you would still obey the fucking traffic light. Oh, so yeah, no, because no what if some other Actually, I don't. <laughs> I look around. I look both ways. I'm like, ah, fuck this. I'm going. Do you, do you stop, though? Yeah, I usually stop before you I look around. Light. Yes, I do. Everyone yeah, because obeys what the if light. someone didn't, yeah, and then you hit, you crash. If you're in the middle of fucking nowhere, someone. the chances are that there's going to be someone, and okay. you're not going to see the lights coming. You're not going to, I mean. You never know. You're a slave to the you, system. So are you. Coming from the Do guy who drives a vagina lights? on wheels. <laughs> well, my traffic tickets would say that I don't, but... Um, I, I, I do California. What were we license, even right? talking about before this guy went on I have the no Ted Kaczynski idea supporter? He totally went off. And that's what I was saying earlier, man. No matter how crazy a, a somebody is or how weird they are in today's society, there's a fan club for that person. Like, look, look, look when we had Whitney on the show, Whitney, Wisconsin, right? And then if you look at the YouTube comments, she has supporters that People were pissed at us for her. being mad at her mm-hmm. for fucking dogs. Yeah. Because no matter how weird and far out shit you are, once you're like notoriety and famous, there is a group of supporters out there for you. But wouldn't it be nice not to have to worry about technology all the time? I'm over <laughs> Like... Not to have to be on your phone 24 hours a but day. But you are, though. But nope. would we be doing what we're doing today without it? Fuck no. Nope. No. Not even close. I like technology. I, think it's, I, be- I think it's dangerous sometimes. I think, you know... It pushes a, it pushes the boundaries a little too far, but like, like if we didn't have the internet and stuff, what, what, what we we'd all be sitting at home watching Murder She Wrote right now, our reruns of the Golden Girls. How can technology be bad when there's sex robots? Oh, 
He's got a point. That, a very that, valid point. Okay, that's a perfect example. Sex robots break down the bonds of humanity. It, it, it what about it people? What about people who are really, really horrible introverts and have a hard time with society as a whole? Those people who need the companionship, but no, they need the companionship. So they Natural create selection. it. But that's not companionship. Well, for them, it is. It's not. Yeah. Okay. It's and, and, disgusting and disturbing, and they're mentally, they have yeah. mental issues. Who am I to They're judge? legit. That's not like real life communication. That's a freaking robot. It's well, not. I'd rather them fuck the robot. So, Miss, you to, support Ted Kaczynski too? No. <laughs> I'm just well, you're saying, arguing on his behalf. I'm just, are you on a sex robot? No, I'm just asking. You said you don't want technology because it I meant, did not you sounded say, just like Brandon there bullshit, for a second. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that. All I said was to the sex robot. I'm pretty sure they save lives. I'm pretty sure sex they do robots? too. Oh, so yeah. so they oh, do. I'm Japan. sure they do. I'm sure they do. Some weirdo dude who would rather be out there like being God, all guess, rapey and fuck. odd and rapey. Just, okay, yeah. well then just rapey. Yeah, because that's the thing. Take the man out. Well, I'll Raymond. Well, they're making so, they're making so, okay. male sex dolls now okay, too. That though. point that point you're saying that it like you know like you're saying that uh, it saves lives. So would you say the same thing? Like you know, I I heard that what uh, I forgot what country, but they're making like children sex robots now. Oh, that's oh that's like that's so something bad. like you're saying like you know like that some people is say, a that's disgusting slope. as fuck. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's like. It is. Like how, how but what's the alternative? Fucking a real kid? No, exactly. And it's oh, that's kind of yeah, fucked up too. Yeah, but then you're but, but see, but the then you're you're justifying it. it, it. Like no, no, I'm not justifying it. No, 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 not I'm you. Saying, like it's it's not you. If there's a balance, there's gotta be one of the other. I think it's Thailand just uh what's the name? A guy just got convicted for sleeping with a fourth grader and they're hanging him because that's what that should be done. Oh yeah, I think India. I think that was like Fuck India or something. I saw that yeah, somewhere today too. Uh, he got convicted and they told him you're getting hung. Fucking Darwin that ass. What should be happening. Natural selection. That's how it should be. We because should look, at the end of the day, we have to protect uh, our most vulnerable. And our most vulnerable are our children and our elderly. Right? At the end of the day, they're the ones that can't defend themselves. The people that are in the fucking coma that are being raped, you know, yeah, veggie tails and all that shit. Because, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying not to fucking yeah. laugh, right? No, it's fucking funny. But it's true. And we have to, as a society, pr- protect these people. I don't necessarily think that we need the laws to do it. But yeah, fucking hang the motherfucker. You want to go ahead and go after four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen, sixteen, nineteen, whatever, or sixteen, seventeen, whatever. Like, fuck, you know, make a fucking example of these assholes. Wait a minute, isn't there a couple states in in our union that are have a marriage age, a legal marriage age of sixteen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually that's in the insane. south, like statutory rape. That's not a federal law. That's a state law, right? It yes. is. And there's a couple states, and that every and 16. every state is different. I'm not justifying. I'm just saying. Well, that yeah, but there's true. some countries that have it as young as 12. Are we going to say that that's okay, too? And that's what I'm saying. Some of the statements that we were saying doesn't apply for everything. All I'm so, saying... Okay, so what, what is what is what's legal age? Say, like, around the world. Like, what's where, how old are you before you're old enough to where, decide... Where are you at? Are you in, like, you, Saudi Arabia? No, no, I no. Just, like I mean, around the, around the world. What's one universal number where you figure... 
people are old enough to make decisions, conscientious decisions for themselves. See now, now like sixteen, eighteen, twenty-five. See, I don't think I think that 40? that number is arbitrary because I know like twenty-five-year-olds that are fucking retarded and shouldn't be reproducing. Yeah, that's why like, you have to generalize. I'm saying generally, what's a common? No, number? no, I know some twenty-five-year-olds that shouldn't be reproducing. We'll just say that. What would be a common number that the people feel comfortable with? I mean, I, just in general, not just you. I mean, everybody. Like, where, where, what is? Where does the number? I, lie? I think sixteen's the average. 16. Around the world, I, don't know, yeah. I was stupid when I was sixteen. It's, it's kind of hard to say. I was, say, I was stupid now. when I was eighteen. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of hard to I say. I'm fucking stupid now. What are you talking about? We have like little girls acting like they're teenagers or even grown ups. So you have like uh, also teenage boys acting like they're like you know. Adults. Well, that's because that's because the things that they see. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of it. hard to put a number when you have like shows like Teen Mom on MTV that glorify. Yeah, and like I said, teen that's why pregnancy. it's kind of hard to put a number to see what the age is that. You know? And that's what the, and that's what these kids want to emulate because they want to get on these shows and they want to get paid like they do. Well, because kids aren't kids nowadays; they just brought up by what they think that should be acting at a certain age when they see the stuff on TV, like Teen Mom. Yeah, I but see, it's okay. again, it's all technology driven, though. Yeah. It's like okay, so we were talking about the Central Valley earlier, right? Um, Tulare County, where I'm from, has the highest teen pregnancy rate in the state of California. That's because there's nothing else to do if up not there. The country, exactly. And, and a funny story about that little sidebar: uh, there was a grandma that came in one of our classes one time, and she was asked why she had so many, uh, or no, one of the kids asked her, "Why do I have so many um, cousins and whatnot?" And it was because they didn't have TV at the time. That's what Mexicans say. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right? So uh, it, coming it, from the guy that wants to ban all technology, I'm, I'm just now saying. he's blaming teen pregnancy on a lack of technology. Well, well, exactly because like as a country right now, we are not hitting the reproductive rate that we need to. Right, so but, we need to get rid of technology, and then we're boom, everybody's having ten kids. Everybody's fucking yeah. But you know what? All I'm and saying, teen pregnancy is through the roof. All right, so Chris Clary says that Alaska's age for marriage is 14, and Arkansas has no age. No age. No age. So hmm. apparently, if you live in the Ozarks, you can get married when you're five. Hmm. Well, if somebody gives permission, I guess. My grandpa had 22 kids with no TV. Exactly. See? Exactly, Jeff. Because he, he, no, he had nothing else to do. Yeah, my grandpa was born in 1902. Didn't meet my grandma till the 30s. He already had 11 kids. My grandma had another 11 kids. Damn, that's a big Damn. dude right there. Uh, all I'm saying is, sounds like my family. Sounds like my. All I can say about that is, too. whenever Jeff has a family event, the food is bomb. <laughs> on my dad's side, there's eight siblings. On my mom's side, there's eight siblings. Huge families. And how are they with technology? Uh they're pretty good. I don't think all of them are, but I think some of my well, family in El Salvador still argument. doesn't have running water. No running water, nope. but the dick works just fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> what? How do we go from Aaron Lewis to this? I don't know how we went from Aaron Lewis to fucking Jeff's grandparents having 22 kids. But you, can you see Bow Wow get arrested? Bow Wow. I saw that. He got his ass whooped. <laughs> I, I didn't look into like the he, story. At least he looks like he got his ass whooped. So he got, he got, he got arrested for uh, a domestic, uh, domestic abuse. That's oh, the chick the right there? Look yep. at his face, though. Doesn't doesn't look like she did too bad in the fight. Yeah, she fucked his shit up. He, yeah. on the other hand, looks like he got his ass whooped. Look at that, those, that scratch right underneath the eye, man. She's going for his eyeball. Oh, yeah, she fucked him up. 
So wait a minute. So so he goes into the police station. He looks like that. She looks like that, and he gets arrested. What? But it does say does, the story. But the story does say officers were unable to determine the primary aggressor of the altercation. Uh, uh, my money's my money's on her. I would say so. Yeah. Either that, or he said something fucked up, and she just now his would ass. would he be wrong for fucking her up? In the state of California, it's illegal to use words that would create a immediate violent reaction. That no, no, the, that get that. the fuck Jeez. out of here. I Look swear it. to God, I fucking almost got arrested for it once. She's Wait, in the state of California, it's illegal to use words that would cause an immediate violent reaction? Yes, I had a cop tell me that. I asked for a one. fucking hamburger bun, and it caused a violent, <laughs> immediate reaction. Violent? Uh, I believe it's called inciting... No, 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 no. It's not a riot, but something similar. By whose standard? Okay, real quick. I'm sitting out there one time, and I see a cop using. He's parked in a red zone, right? And he's getting. He's coming out of the restaurant with the food in his hand. So I ask him. I say, "So where's the emergency?" You know, like just kind of being sarcastic. Uh And he's like, "I can park wherever the fuck I want." I say, "Yeah, I bet you think you can. You fucking cops always think you have above the law this, that, and the other." So I was like roasting him for a minute, and then he says uh, something, and I say, "You know, just fuck off, pig." And he tells me, "Well, you know, uh, if you're using language like that, I could arrest you because." it could cause an immediate violent reaction. And then I told him, I said, well, who's going to be violent here? You? Don't you think you need to have better training there, officer? And he just got into his car and drove off. But that's how I learned that you could get arrested for such things. But going back For saying something that would cause an immediate violent reaction. Yes. But going back to what Steph asked about whether it's okay. Like, so if she attacked him, is it okay for him to attack back? Because I know that debate came up earlier in the week. There was a guy who punched... He kind of knocked out two females. Oh, yeah. He fucked those frogs up. Over, <laughs> over, over some, some hot, dogs. hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah, so, I mean, those well, hot dogs. They interviewed, uh, they interviewed him on ABC, and uh, what he's saying was happening was that they were spitting on him and attacking him, and he defended himself. That's what he said. And as soon as they went to the floor, he took off because he knew that he didn't need to attack him. But if you look at the video, he doesn't look like he's attacking them. Homegirl hit the floor and came back to try to hit him again. Yeah, but you know what, though? The other girl got, he he could have moved. He's a big-ass dude. I'm not saying it's okay for, you know, you don't get a pass because you're a woman and you get to swing at a dude. And But I'm not saying at the same time, I'm not saying you should get your ass whooped either because he's a big dude. So for him to say that he couldn't have got out of there, so he knocked them down and then ran. But, but what about the people standing there just watching you that shit go down? You know what the comfortable thing is? This, is? this is what I think should be comfortable when it comes to whether or not you're able to hit your woman. Is, <laughs> this is, this is, this yeah, let's is, talk about it. This you're getting eyes right now, brother. What is it okay? And I know she's here. Somebody get via mic already because I know no, some no. shit is coming. No, 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 this this is it. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, unless she's coming. Remember at, the color of my hair and my skin. Yeah, I get it. <clears throat> In other words, she's going to snitch on me and get me arrested. Absolutely. So <laughs> this, this is my thing. <laughs> if she's not coming at you with like a knife, or a gun or something like that, I believe you should be at least be able to mush them from time to time. Mush them? <laughs> mush them. Can mean? you describe yeah. mush? You mean like what push? Hold my hand, like, push away. Mush, mush, no, more, mush is more than a hand pushes away. Mush is like, like <coughs> o- over Grab the face. Them? Over the face. Oh, like, that squeeze <laughs> and push? <laughs> like mush. You know Are I mean? you talking about like, during fucking or like fighting? Well, that works too. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. 
This I'd is an okay honest answer. That. I'd be okay with that. No, like a mush. You know, you mush. Yeah, you just got to grab You think that should be okay? Bit. I think that's as far as if you they're be able to Yeah, go. if they're coming at you, like, trying to attack you. You, you, en- you endorse this, Tom. Yeah, no, fuck no, because I would get fucking killed. Hell no. I wish Stefan would. You got you motherfuckers know my wife. should be able to. You should be able to mush somebody. There'd be no mushing in my in my existence. This is the problem. We are every Everybody's preconditioned. Oh, you should never hit a girl. You should never hit a girl. If, yeah, it's if, bullshit, right? Steph? I'm just saying, if the, <laughs> dude, if if what are you supposed to do? Stand there, leave. Like I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you've had a woman trying to block a direction oh! that you're that you're going in. Like stand in front of the door, like I no, you are not gonna what fucking fuck leave. Am I gonna do you're gonna to you? sit here and you're gonna talk to me. Kick his chin. Whether it's the last thing you do. Sorry. Like forcefully. Kidnapping yeah. you, so to speak. Okay, like, yes. no, you cannot that leave. That is not kidnapping. That is. Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. It is. No, she it's wrongful imprisonment. All the time. Kidnapping is whenever you move the person. It would be false imprisonment. Okay, false imprisonment. You false imprison me all every time you get really mad, and I want to walk out the door. Can, can I just, She's like a little Tasmanian devil too. Yeah, yeah I tried. Yeah, listen, oh, I tried. I tried to do that once, mush. and I was like three hundred and thirty pounds. Rachel straight deadlifted me off the floor and moved me out of the way. You, that's kidnapping, dude. She yes. fucking so straight moved me up yes, and moved me. He did what I did. No, Rachel kidnapped his ass. No, 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 no. no. I, he no, was me. I was trying to keep her from leaving. Oh. Dude, she straight deadlifted me off the floor. Three hundred. That's when I was my heaviest. She just wrapped her arms around me, bear hug style, lifted me straight up like Andre the Giant. <laughs> and was like, I was scared as fuck. I was like, okay, go. Bye. Come, come, back, when you're, come back when you're calm. Like, even my phone got scared. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Missy does. Every time we get in an argument, if I get to the point where I'm like, Well, okay, I'm not going to hit you. You do that too. No, I don't. Now, how good would oh, you feel? Oh, let's if- be real. Let's be real. Maybe once or twice. How good? Once or twice every time you're fucking mad. Oh, bullshit. Now but- you're so extreme right oh, now. Oh, am I? Yes. Am I? Yes. Now, let me ask you a question. Yes, how- you are. How satisfying would it be doing To mush her ass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would be so, so satisfied. Long. When her little ass is standing <laughs> in front of the door and she don't want to let me out. Mush, bitch. Get out the way. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And you know, I would call the Cops and be like, excuse me, and officer. She would. He just mushed me. And, get, and, and guess what? You'd get arrested because <laughs> mushing is against hey, so the law. So, uh, yep. I, I just want to throw it out there. Okay, so this is the actual law. Okay, <laughs> California Penal Code 415. Any of the following persons shall be punished, imprisoned, in jail for 90 days or fined no more than $400. Any person who uses offensive words in a public place, which are inherently likely to provoke an immediate violent reaction. That's the actual text of the law. Really? Wow. Yes. So anybody in a public p- place that says something provoking can do 90 days in jail. Yes, and or a $400 fine. But what is the line for provoking? It's very arbitrary. That's very gray. Yeah, so using racial slurs, stuff like that would be considered, you know, going to cause an immediate violent reaction. That's why you can't yell fire in a public place. Well, that's different. That's a little different. That could be, but but like, but you're mean to tell me, me and Jeff are walking along, or me and Aaron, or me and Raymundo, or uh, me and Sean. The heck, I can heckle Sean at his comedy show and say some fucked up shit, and he can call the cops and have me arrested for saying stuff that angered him. Yes, if it yeah. was if it was something that would incite him to be violent, right? And That's crazy. That's kind of crazy. You're not going to go to jail. You're going to get a fine. Like if I if I looked at well, we don't have a camera on Sean, but if Absolutely I said Sean, you look like I the guess, fucking yeah. Great Pumpkin and Where's Waldo had a love child. 
<laughs> that joke works so much better if you can see Sean right now and what he's wearing. But okay, all right. So Can't provoke. Jake, you have no tattoos, right? No, not no a single tattoos. one. I think we should get you tattooed Ariana Grande style. No. Oh, the barbecue tattoo. Yeah, just have just have some fucked up uh, like Asian symbols put on you, thinking you think it means something, and then it doesn't turn out to mean what you thought it meant. Yeah. So she got a tattoo that that said like, what is it? All you can eat buffet or some shit like so that. So she meant to get the tattoo that for seven rings, but she's missing a symbol. And so it means seven barbecues. It means Japanese barbecue bar- or <laughs> style barbecue. But then she added to it because she said it hurt like fuck to get a tattoo there. And she's missing a symbol. So is there, there's an, there should be another picture, right? Is there another? Is there a picture of the addition? Then it's she, on the palm, Then she it? added two more symbols. Who gets a tattoo on their palm? Oh, what's his name from West Coast Choppers had a dollar sign that said pay me. Oh, yeah, yeah he did. In both palms, it said pay up. But that is the worst place to get a tattoo because it's you use your hands, it'll be gone. It's gonna be gone. Yeah, so they so then they said so then she said, you know, I know that I'm missing a symbol. There should be another symbol. It should have been this. So then she added two more uh, symbols to it underneath, and now they're in the complete wrong order. And then it met it added to the uh, Japanese barbecue. In her defense, she's probably not using her palm very much. No. No, imagine. look at those hands. They look like, like they, they don't even have a crease in them. And she even said that it'll dry out and it'll, pro- it'll fade out. It'll be gone <clears> in probably six months anyways. You know what I saw in the news I thought was interesting? What? Is 50 Cent. Dude, that oh, was yeah. news? Oh, that was Dude, murder. 50 Cent, he, he, he made a move that was savage as Fuck, dude! Because he, he trolls, he trolls ja Rule, Rule like nobody's business, mercilessly. Man. Yeah, he fucking hates he ja Rule. Yeah. Recently, I don't care. Remember the thing where he bought out the the, the front rows. three rows, yeah, front three rows of his concert. But now apparently he bought the music label too. Yeah, because apparently Ja Rule, you know, Mister uh, Fire <laughs> Festival, <laughs> uh, surprisingly got into some uh, problems with the IRS, and his record label went up, Murder Inc. Murder Inc. Right? Yeah. Actually, Murder Inc. it's not his 50, record label. Grand, it was right? uh, somebody else's. It was somebody else's record label that got into to tax problems. It's not Ja Rule's record label, but he was in that record. Uh, he was he in was that record label. Part record of the record, label. Yeah. Apparently, he got like fifty grand out of the deal or something like that, and a bunch of that had to go back to the IRS. So fifty, yeah. So fifty for for no reason other than just to stick it because it Ja Rule represented Murder Inc. He went and the the record label went up on the uh, tax auction block and he bought it for like what was it fifty thousand dollars fifty grand it was Irv Gotti the owner Irv of Murdering Irv Gotti but Ja Rule was a big part of that yeah I mean who was who was a bigger artist on Murder Inc than Ja Rule uh, Shanti Shanti they're all touring right now they're all trying to make they, they, that they, been touring he's trying years. to make that Firefest money back so he can yeah pay them Shanti losses. and Ja Rule have been touring for a couple years. Mm. He's mm-hmm. trying to make all that money back because they're all going to get sued. They're the they're actually up? getting ready. Did you see that the models yep. are getting subpoenaed? So all those models that did the photo shoot, like Bella Hadid and the Kardashians and all them that did the photo shoots and the high-profile Instagrams, yeah. they're all going to get subpoenaed now because there's a big loss. Now there's a lot. Now the lawsuits are coming. Yeah, I saw that because because the, the, the people that went to Fire Festival are blaming these people that promoted it. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of. 
I don't know if that's going to stick or not. Hmm. I mean, they were, they were basically a commercial, like, okay, so, so Coca-Cola gets poisoned, right? And Coca-Cola right. kills a million people. And if you were a model that was in a Coca-Cola commercial, are you liable? I don't think that the model would be liable, but I could see why one of the plaintiffs would want to subpoena them. They would want to find out what their contract looked like, what kind of money, you know, what were you going to get residuals? So, you know, if the thing was a success, were you going to get more money? What's her name? Sort of Kendall, Kendall Jenner? She got Kendall paid Jenner. She got paid 300000 to to post on Instagram. About the fire Festival? About the fire Festival. She was one of the ones. She got paid three hundred thousand dollars. So the question insane. is, yeah. just, just they, make a just post because so, of all her followers. So where was it? So the question from the plaintiff's mind would be: Is all they did was post, or were they part of the planning? Like, but how they. But that? I think the big thing is because they hyped it. The thing I saw in the Hulu documentary that they they, they talked about that that they 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 were able to. You know, go after them because when they retweeted stuff, they just put it fire festival. They didn't say like they were. Uh, I guess it made it seem that they were part of the fire festival, not just like promoting it mm-hmm. or something like that. That's like part of on on a, on a, like a corporate level. Yeah, just by the. I guess it was just by the uh, the by hashtags the they used. But how do they determine a hashtag that Th- you're that's part the of? That's the thing. The fucking- I, I, when I when I when I saw the documentary, I was like, "What? That's crazy!" Because yeah, it's just because of the hashtag. And the main guy got six years. Well, who is that? We, well, the bottom line is, you who can gets see- the money? The- well, the attorney. Is there even any money to give, or you know? Well, beyond that, where does the money go? But the, the bottom who- line is, you can you can sue somebody for anything. No, who he's right. got paid. Who was that? Ref- who was that rapper earlier this week no, that just got nailed for broke, defamation? Dude. He was trying to scam people. Even after he got locked up and came out, he started doing it again. The fire using festival someone guy. Else. He now, do you already, think that was because he was broke or because he was trying no, to... No, he was literally broke. He, he was, was trying to do as much as he could before they caught up with his shit. Yeah, because he was using someone else's name to promote his other thing, trying to sell tickets. And I think three or four people send him like $600,000 for these supposed tickets. Okay, so he was making money then. Yeah, he. Uh, they were even saying like when he was out on bail that he was broke, but he was still living in penthouses, you know, going yeah, out. that's not broken. He was, using, he was using his girlfriend <clears throat> as like the one renting the places, so it was a comeback to him. Yeah, he was putting everything in her name. Yeah. Well, yeah, now that's, he's that's now he's now he's a butt handbook. plug for the next six years. Yeah. <laughs> butt plug, <laughs> oh God, oh. But the thing is, is, is like the people su- uh, uh, suing these Instagram models. Th- there was a rapper earlier this week that got sued in a defamation lawsuit. He didn't respond, and I, the judge awarded the plaintiff like two hundred thousand dollars or something oh, like that. Yeah, and you can su- you can sue somebody for anything. And he got defaulted because he didn't. He respond. defaulted. He didn't respond to the lawsuit, and he defaulted. And the judge ruled like two hundred thousand dollars for defamation. Who's the one that's getting deported now? Is it Twenty One Savage? I saw something about him. Twenty One Savage. Yeah, Twenty One Savage is a you know hip hop artist. Well, I don't know if you call it hip hop, whatever. But he's a rapper, right? Build a wall on the East Coast. Build a wall on the East Coast. Yeah, I heard that, Jeff. Uh, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, he's 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 famously known as an Atlanta-based rapper. You know, he he he, he claims Atlanta. Atlanta, boop, boop. I don't know what the sign is for Atlanta. No, that's the pyramid. I don't know. But he's an Atlanta rapper. But it t- comes to find out mm-hmm. that he's from the UK. He came here when he was 12. And his visa expired like 15 years ago or something like that. Well, now he's getting deported. He got deported. Now, the thing is, I, I don't know much about like immigration law, but 
will he be allowed to come back? Will like the United States grant him permission to come back after he was deported for for overstaying his visa for like fifteen years? It depends on the situ- on the circumstances. I think that there that there will be a penalty for sure where he won't be able to apply for a period of time. Ah, oh, bullshit! They're gonna charge He's him got a fucking money. fee. They want his money. He's got money. They're gonna charge. They're gonna offer him. Immunity or whatever the fuck it is, they're going to let him stay here as long as he pays. X amount. That's it. Yeah, he might not be able to stay here. He might get another work visa since that's what he's, you know, doing. I, I know a talent artist that can help with the visa process. A talent <laughs> agent that can help with the visa process. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet saying. you do. I don't know, but I heard another story, and there's only uh, one female in this room that smokes weed so that I can actually relate to for the story, for this story, but... Uh, doctors are saying that smoking weed dries out your vagina. I what? Well, you you, 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 you better stutter. not be able to answer this question, uh, Brandon. Uh, or maybe uh, I've been with a lot of women that smoke weed, and I've never known any of them to have. Maybe he's that not only trans it's, black. It's a phenomenon <laughs> that's been brought to light on the internet forums, and it's commonly referred to on the streets as cotton vagina. What? Just put some yes. spit on it. I don't have a vagina, but I call bullshit on that one. Well, Dr. That Julie Holland. That is the craziest Holland, and stupidest shit I've ever heard in my Dr. life. Dr. Julie Holland would disagree. She said each person responds differently to pot, and each strain acts differently. You're not going to have a lot of consistency. I've had patients tell me that smoking weed makes it harder for them to climax or take longer, but I also have patients who feel it's pro-sexual. It may Word. be that the higher CBD strains are more pro-sexual than higher THC strains. This is the thing I ever heard. Dr. Julie Holland also says if you've had a strain that is giving you dry mouth, it will also Make your dry. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> co- and apparently, coconut oil is a good source of lubrication. Well, she also says that. On it. But, 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 is that a real thing? I don't know. I'm not a female, and there's not too many females in the room. But is cotton vagina a real thing? Negatory ghostwriter. Negatory. Well, I gotta take the expert's advice on that one. Any, anybody, anybody, ran into anybody, ran into cotton vagina? Never. So you think <laughs> that's called bad dick? Oh, <laughs> damn! But um, well, on that note, I don't know. But well, that picture on the screen was that a blurred out vagina? I was trying to figure out. <laughs> what I'm looking at the screen was. and I see this image up there, and I'm like, why is there this big, large, pixelated picture? And they put up a pixelated picture of a vagina. Blurred. Well, out. thank you guys. Was Tech it, team was is it on a, point tonight. Was it was it a, a weed smoking vagina? Was it? I've seen that video. Oh, okay, but here's a crazy story. Here's a crazy story. So there's this guy. His name is Jeffrey Younger, right? He's a father of two boys. His ex-wife claims that their son, James, is a transgender girl. Now, Jeffrey, the father, that the mother and the father are separated. He claims that the mother would tell their son when he was young that there was monsters in his room but the monsters only eat boys. And so the kids started identifying as a girl to stay away from the monsters when he was like, uh, let me see. Uh, Younger said issues uh, with the way his wife is treating James uh, commenced over three years ago when he complained she would lock him in his room and say things like the monsters only eat boys. Younger said his ex-wife socially transitioned James and gave him a new name, Luna, which his teachers use. James now this kid is only six years old. So that means that this was James, happening when he was like James, real little. Yeah. James, a.k.a. Luna, now six, also dresses as a girl and uses the girls' restroom at school. 
and soon may be headed to hormone transitioning. Okay. Now, that is some the father, the father says, the father says that James Luna, the six-year-old boy, yeah. told him that he's not a girl, and he violently refuses to wear girls' clothes when he's at the father's James's house. So the little boy now, doesn't want to Now, wear but this clothes. is a big court situation that's going on. That's so fucked up. Yeah, but the court is demanding that James the father refers to Luna under female gender. In Why? the end, they're really fucking this kid. They're and the kid is kid six so bad for years this is old. The so little boy doesn't want to be a little girl. According to the father, dads. according to the father, he could be full of shit. How selfish is that? But I'm sorry, who tells their who kid? Who tells their kid that the that monsters are only going to get little boys? Yeah. When the little boy's a little boy. And you make them, so you make them afraid. So you the make mother, him the dress mother, as a girl the so mother, he's not scared of monsters? monsters? The mother, well, this is what the dad's saying. This could all be bullshit. I don't know. But all we know, the facts are, is that the kid is six. The mother recognizes the young boy as a female, calls him Luna, and the father is refusing to recognize that. And he says that the kid doesn't want to be recognized that as whatever. But the mother went to the point of following, filing a, 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 a court order uh, regarding custody, right. uh, stating that the father refuses to recognize How is that legal? the baby. And now the father has to also take transgender education. Yes. Too. Part of the court orders is that the father has to take transgender education. <laughs> this is so fucked up in so many ways. It's forcing transgender on the kid and the dad. Yes. yes. Mm. And the dad can't do shit about it. And the dad. That's fucked up. That's so sad. Ted Kaczynski did nothing wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> well, basically, that's what they're developing. This, this is the stuff that causes mental... That's like the stuff that first causes off, mental First damage. off, let's, let's break it down. Let's break it down. Six years old, and this has been going on for a couple of years, is six years old too young to be picking Fuck out yes. sexual identities? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Way too young. So what is going on in our courts that they are approving this shit That's what I'm and saying. forcing it? What kind of judge? Where is this? Uh, Texas. Even- Texas. 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 Which, 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 really, which really shocks me. It must be Houston. Based on the location. Thanks. That really shocks me. That's crazy. Mm-mm. How sad to push but that maybe on you think such if, a if The father's kid. telling the truth about the mother saying that uh, locking the kid in the room and saying that the, the monsters only attack little boys and that's, you know, so he started acting like a little girl at, at probably four or five years old. I mean, that can cause a lot of damage. Yep. And then I mean, I remember, I remember, I don't remember being six, but I remember being a kid scared in my room at night when the wind was blowing and branches were hitting against the house. I was scared of everything you know? when I was six. And if my mom would have come in and said, well, they only attack little children. If you're a chihuahua, they won't attack you. I would have fucking barked like a chihuahua. Because okay, I was scared. How fucked up is the mom in the head to say that to her own child? Yeah, well, the, the gen- is- yeah, the general advice is monsters are make-believe. They yeah. won't get you. Yeah. That's, so, so that's generally what you say. But what I'm saying is when you're scared as, when you're scared as a at little, least use well, monsters to your advantage. If you don't clean your room, right. monsters are gonna get you at night. Right, right, right. And then mush that little bitch. And then yeah, and then when the monster comes out, mush that bitch. But wait a minute, they they have two kids, so they're she's only fucking with one of them? Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, yeah, that's, fuck, that's a we're, we're, we're reading stories that are based off court documents, and there could be a lot of bullshit and a lot of, but, but still, the mother trying to push that the six year old identifies as a female, Luna, that seems like just no matter what, who's lying, who's doing what, at six years old. Like, why isn't there when, a counselor talking to the these kids to see what the truth is? Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure they even the bigger question. Why is there a judge who is actually approving shit like this? That that should be that. That's just wrong. I have four kids and no, dude, that that just that's just wrong in many levels. I remember being scared as a little kid. And then, you know, if I if mom would have said, oh, you know, they only attack little boys or I would have slept in a dress to not be scared. I know, but she knows her little boy is a little boy, right? So why the fuck would she go and tell the little boy, well, he's going to attack you because you're a boy? Yeah, because the monsters only attack little boys. Why would, you, why would a mom ever do that? Yeah, why, why would any she parent just ever say, do that? Why couldn't she just say, oh, monsters aren't real, it's pretend, Maybe don't it's believe all it. Maybe they just wanted to go viral. Maybe. Maybe it is. Could, Could be. be. You know how it's trendy when, to do that type of God. shit today. Yeah, all you need is a MAGA hat. When I was a kid. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, what, we, we, we got to wrap up this show. We're way over, but we have to talk about one thing, and that is the man that threw, that threw the, the meth-fueled death party for his wife. What? I, I, Tom, saw, I, I did see that. I didn't see this. You didn't I see this? I didn't awesome see this. an awesome homage to his wife who was terminally ill. Well, okay, what happened? If that's what she wanted, <sighs> damn it, to go out with a bang, yeah. he hooked her up. There was this guy... <clears throat> And his wife was dying. This guy right here in the picture. Oh, this guy. Yeah, a man accused of giving his ailing wife methamphetamine. <laughs> I can't take this guy for real. Oh, he was high as a motherfucker in this picture. I guarantee it. Okay. A man accused of giving his ailing wife methamphetamine told authorities he threw her a death party before she died. Dwayne Arden Johnson, 58, of Searless, Minnesota, was charged with criminal neglect and receiving stolen property after his wife's death on Thursday. Deputies said Johnson called 911 at about noon to report that his wife, Deborah Lynn Johnson, 69, had died. What happened was officers arrived on the couple's home and found the words, Death Parade God Hell. What? <laughs> Death Parade. They found the words, Death Parade God Hell, spray painted on the front door. A naked Dwayne Johnson allegedly ran outside and said his wife was dead, then ran back inside to take a bath. He was later found in the bathtub hallucinating and trying to wash white and black things from his skin, according to deputies. Deborah had been living in a nursing home, but Dwayne checked her out days earlier because she wanted to die at home. Dude, they spent, they, but they spent their final hours having sex and rocked out to Quiet Riot. <laughs> that, that sounds like a great way to go. Yeah, I, mean, I bet you he didn't speak Spanish either. American. Because he's America. America. Dwayne said Deborah began having convulsions but wouldn't let him call police after she died. Johnson said he washed his wife's body and wrapped her in linen like the Bible told him to do. So Mr. Dwayne was arrested without incident and was charged with criminal neglect and felony counts of theft and receiving stolen property. His bond was set at two hundred fifty or $150,000 with conditions. So death party, Tom. Yeah, hundred and fifty. And my my response to that was, "What in the methamphetamine did I just read?" Because <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, wow. she was dying. Yeah, she was and, dying. And clearly, obviously, based on what he said, he she went. Her. She went out the way she wanted to go out. He cleaned her body and wrapped her in linen. Yes, he loved her. Sounds like it. <laughs> 
Just imagine. I mean, he, he fucking, he basically, I don't know if he kidnapped her, but he, he checked her out of the home, apparently against the wishes of the people who fucking were there helping her, brought her home, threw her a party, and then cleaned her up and wrapped her up on the way out. Yep. How was that a bad thing? Can you bring Dwayne's picture up one more time? Dwayne. Can... <laughs> Because he is a regardless of how he looks, you never that judge just, a book. Doesn't that that face just? It looks says, like Voldemar from fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he does. What's that? What's he that? Does. What's that rock band from the eighties? Yeah. Midnight Oil. The oh, bo- Midnight Oil. Yeah. The ball guy. The ball white guy. Uh huh. All looks right. Like him so, I think meth. he did a good thing. You think he did a good? I thing. think he did a good. Yeah. Thing. If she was really right. sick and she was dying and she wanted to die at home, she but didn't what, want to die at home. What's up? What's up with the words on the door? Spray painted. Well, when you're on meth, you do crazy you things. You do weird shit when you're on that. The real stuff, question is, I wonder if she really did want a meth party or he forced it on. That's another thing. Well, well see, that's they the were thing. married, and you could see him <laughs> I, with a with a face like that. I think meth was in their past before. I don't think this was a first off. I think it's something that they had, you know, pretty maybe, hardcore. Maybe the that's how the they met. The picture of the wife wasn't on there, so how do we know? She was, you know, voluntarily. Well, there was. I want to see what know. this lady looked like. Exactly. That's yeah. Weird. If he looked like that, and she was willing to fuck him all night to quiet riot, I can imagine. What did she look like? <laughs> yeah, I can. Did that's a question. I want to know that. Did you hear about the doctor that uh, was arrested because uh, he he allegedly killed his lover by sprinkling coke on his dick? I saw the article, but I didn't really read it. So uh, apparently he had been meeting chicks on like some dating site and then, you know, he'd put it down there and tell them to give him a blowjob. And uh, this one particular girl had a bad reaction to it and died. Hmm. So she overdosed on Coke. Yeah, by giving him head. Should have used sweet and low. I don't know. I'm just trying to fix shit. I don't know. That's what I do. I call that a Tuesday. I call that Tuesday. I say, how much Coke was down there? All right, well, I'll tell you what. We had some. We had a voicemail that was a, a very glowing voicemail, but we never got to it, and we won't tonight. But uh, 260-54-RADIO, that's the number to call if you have anything to say to the show, to rant, complain, talk about anything. Check us out. Follow us at Radio Underland. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, the whole nine yards. Uh, leave a comment for us on uh, Apple I. I iPodcast. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but uh, I want them to call. I want people to call. Call yeah, well. rant line. We like when they call because radio. And we don't check this stuff ahead of time. So a lot of times when we're playing this stuff, we're playing Live it raw on the show. So if you leave us a message, you're gonna you you want your voice heard about oh. some shit we're doing. Or Tell not us doing. how much you love us, how much you hate us. Alexa, subscribe to Radio Underland. You know, I heard last week when we did that, like some Alexas were searching and they they, they were having problems though. But Alexa, subscribe to Radio Underland Podcast. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to go. And I don't know if this video will play because the internet looks slow, but I'm going to roll it anyways. It was fun tonight. I know we went way over, but we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Bye bye. Good night.
rabbit hole with idiots. Well, after this I shall think nothing of, fall of falling downstairs.